Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us and IndieWrestling.network for your independent wrestling entertainment. Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Just Pro Wrestling News Podcast. No filler, no pop-ups. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you, supporting us at Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. It's the Wrestling Mayhem Show, 781 Tuesdays. We've been talking about professionalized wrestling. I'm Mike Sorgat, Sorgatron on the Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, PA, Podcast Central. And we got an exciting one here. Uh, first of all, coming up in just a little bit, Jock Sampson, the Pro Wrestling Conquest Imperial Champion, will be joining us uh, momentarily. But first, let's get down the crew. First of all, from Beacon, New York, he's the only Mayhemer with a future endeavored letter from the WWE. He is Mad Mike. Doing my Adam Cole dance. Your dude, is that an Adam Cole dance? Like, that is an Adam. If you watch the party, Sorg. The feelings or. Sorg, Sorg, if you watch over a year of Uno, you would know. Oh, that's the I got gotcha. you. And, and it's it's in memoriam. Yes. I think. Yes. Uh, I mean, you're R- more. You're more. R.I.P. The party. R.I.P. Adam Cole and the bye byes. It's a shame. Um, it's 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 all sad. It's a shame. It's all sadness. It's a shame. Like so, sad, sad, as, sadness rules over the land. Well, as wonderful new possibilities arise, we we like, we miss like, we miss what was. As soon as they get their own custom Uno deck, he leaves. Adam Cole what really is a scumbag. I got some other ideas. You got me. Really you, is you a got, scumbag. We, you got me with some other ideas. Also, <laughs> with his toy collector extraordinaire, and who's held, I think, almost every position in professional wrestling. Uh, Ronnie Starks. Hello, everyone. I, I look forward to the debut of Valet Ronnie Starks. He, he's kind of been a valet. Yeah, you've been a valet before. Valet and manager, and manager is the same thing. Yeah. No, ma- manager and valet are not the same thing. Well, then, God damn it! I guess I got to be a valet. Well, right. we just got to get you an evening gown and throw you out there with uh, maybe our guest for tonight. He could use a manager. I don't know. Uh, so also <laughs> with us from the West Coast, representing OccupyProWrestling.com. Power to the Smarks on the Twitter. Uh, Alex, Alex Cars is with us back again yeah. from his control room over there. Hi. Yeah. Hi. It's 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 been a while since I've been on the first half. I'm so used to, to waiting till Mania. <laughs> That when I realized that you were introducing me, like, wait a minute, and realized what? A, uh, hi, it, it it's good it's good to be it's it's good to be on again. There you go, doing some great Happy stuff. To... I know you're doing some great stuff over on Twitch lately. Uh, yeah, so with with uh, Occupy um, Pro Wrestling. But, well, yeah, we 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 we've also finally we've we also finally uh, decided to live out the joke of being on TikTok. So that that's that's a thing. <laughs> well, to put it go. to put it mildly. There you go. There you go. Well, anyways, this is the Wrestling Mayhem Show. You can check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Hit us up at that email address. Good times. Good times, Good times. at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. One day we'll have people in the studio where everybody can be synchronized, but not on Zoom. I'm sorry. Um, also, 412-206-WMS0 is the hotline, which you already have 
under drunk dial or your ex-girlfriend's phone uh, number. But anyways, tweet us at Mayhem Show, Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook page and group. And we're live every Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern on Facebook Live, on the Wrestling Mayhem Show YouTube page, and on the Sorgatron Media Twitch page. However you like to uh, check that out. And we see, I see a bunch of our friends from the West Coast, Tina Keys, Alex Miller out there. Uh, in the chat room, Dave Potter, who just actually joined us on a, a pretty fun, uh, awesome cast earlier this a- this evening as well. Uh, so go check that out. Drop in the studio. Drop if you can join us live on Tuesdays and make that appointment viewing. You can be part of that chat room and, and give us some direct feedback. But please also subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast provider, wherever that may be. Please rate, review, and of course, video versions as well. And uh, and of course, thank you to our Patreon supporters helping keep the servers going, the lights on in the studio at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show. Our friends at the fan of the show level, Bo Diggity! as well as ed burke team hamifist and at the pop club level our friends dave potter and uh, hey alex at occupywrestling.com uh at the peace club level doc remedy kyle turner the riz of riz plays games on twitch and bobby fj town and at the manager level bradley don't call me butts brothers and no no we call him butts yes and tina keys i'm just reading the note here mike uh so that's fine i make it i make addendums and so you guys can support the show too. get some extra content that we record every once in a while at patreon.com slash wrestling manager actually there's some stuff from uh, daniel ease i did not post yet that's in the hopper uh hopefully we'll get that out here this week to you guys too because we had some extra conversation around that so well, I got a note here. Uh, Pro Wrestling Conquest has a big show coming up this past this next week uh, with uh, book more ta- book more tags teams. You cowards, and of course, um, and then I got a note from the office at uh, at Pro Wrestling Conquest uh, that says I was uh, 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 legally required. I don't know. Signed David Lawless here to have our guest. Although we will welcome him with open arms. He's a, a long-time friend of the show joining us right now. Jock Sampson, the Imperial Champion at Pro Wrestling Conquest, is joining us. Jock, are you on the line here with us? Yeah, I'm right here, man. Uh, uh, you know, it's a, it's a little late here. I'm, uh, you know, a little, started drinking a little late today, later than I usually do. So I'm just sitting out here relaxing in my garage that I own, unlike the majority of professional wrestlers out there living fucking apartments and they don't know how to mow their fucking grass or anything but it, it, it's a wonderful day to be on your show and i appreciate it very much so so this is a big show coming up first of all you're the imperial champion for yes. conquest i've never seen an imperial champion with 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 pro wrestling groups well I, that's because uh i'm the champion like if you really think about emperors and pro wrestling you know when you think of West Virginia, you think of me, the emperor of West Virginia. I am the Darth Vader of professional fucking <laughs> wrestling in West Virginia. I think, I think you, need to change, with, you need to change your theme music, I think, a little bit there, right? So. No, no, no. I'm going to keep Ronnie Millsap, man. There ain't okay. nothing better than the sap. I mean, you know, the only difference between me and Darth Vader is he's got asthma and I don't. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> so... Yeah, I'm the Emperor Cha- Imperial Champion of uh, Pro Wrestling Conquest, which means I am the best wrestler in the state of West Virginia. That's exactly what that means. And, and Pro Wrestling Conquest is the number one up-and-coming promotion in West Virginia, the Midwest, the East Coast. The shit they're doing is, is on fire, and it just happens to be that I'm the guy on top. And I believe, have you been there since day one with Conquest? At least very early, correct? 
Well, I wasn't on the first show. Uh, I was on their second show. And, and, and after that, mm -hmm. they tried to get me, but, uh, you know, I'm a man about, you know, I, they use me a good bit everywhere in the world. But then once I realized uh, that that conquest was, was a good place to be, then I, I started adjusting my schedule around. Mm -hmm. that, it definitely, it's definitely a, a, a group that the crowd has been, uh, growing. Uh, so in, in conquest and we'll show a little bit of footage he's on on video of uh, uh what that looks like down there i think this is uh going into your match with uh danhausen actually so you you are teamed up there with uh of course david lawless i know you got some history up here in the pittsburgh area with and of course uh, uh ryan edmonds who we're very familiar with at rwa uh so so tell tell people that don't know like what what is the office what are you know what are you guys doing there in conquest we are the gold standard in pro wrestling in West Virginia. We're three guys who are very familiar with each other, real good friends. We all hang out afterwards. And we realize that together, nobody there can beat us anywhere. You know, I've known David's when, when I was a regulator, when we were regulators. And uh, there's not a person I trust more to handle all my, uh, you know, judicial needs. Like he is a consigliere of Jock Sanson. He is my consigliere. And then Ryan Edmonds, me and him go back 15, 20 years. And there's not a guy, if I was in a bar tomorrow night or tonight, that if shit went down, that I would like to have right there with me. He is that guy. The three of us together are mighty as one. But to be fair, none of us need each other to win. It's just nice to have around to watch each other's back because you got a piece of shit like Cole Carter and his store-bought muscles and... Uh, you know, got to keep him and his family from fucking touching me and shit. Uh, yeah, we've we've filmed a couple of Cole Carter's matches. Uh, the family does come out and is a very strong uh, uh, voice out there for sure. Um, and, and is that his mother that gets involved from time to time? That's his mom. Uh, yeah. His mom thinks she's tough as hell. <laughs> she ain't. She's a hillbilly from Sissonville, West Virginia. She probably just got shoes last week. Uh. I don't get it. Uh, you know, honestly, let me ask you guys. What is it that Cole Carter is doing that's making people go, ooh? And I could tell you why, but I want to hear what you guys got to say. What is about Cole Carter that makes him so special? Uh, I think it's the hair is my side of things. And these guys aren't, aren't quite as familiar with Cole Carter, I think, unless you guys I, – I, Cole Carter has obviously made some appearances on AEW Dark in the last uh, couple of months too but uh but i mean he's I don't know, he's only like a year in the business as well right yeah. yeah well yeah he's about a year in so you know cole carter looks like 10 million dollars okay mm -hmm. and he is a tough kid oh, for sure. he's, he's a very fine professional wrestler but he's getting all these opportunities all across the world i've been wrestling for 15 years i've been beating the shit out of everybody but i'm not going to get an opportunity for one probably because my physique i have a beer gut Mm -hmm. But I am strong as a bull moose. I can shoulder press 285 pounds over the top of my head. You know, I got calves the size of Montana. My quads are as big as Texas. But everyone just can't get past the fact that I have this big, huge beer gut that I just nonstop drink. And you know what? That doesn't make me less of an athlete than him. I throw a better drop kick than he does, but I don't have to do it because I'm not a fucking show off like Cole Carter. Mm -hmm. It should honestly be me wrestling on AEW 
getting all these spots on AEW. I've been all over the goddamn world. I wrestled the fucking honky-tonk, man, and I ain't on goddamn fucking TV. Cole Carter gets to wrestle me once. That motherfucker's all over TV because someone up there likes the way he looks. It's about attraction, not skill. Because if it was about skill, I'd be on there tomorrow. I'd be on there right now. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's not like it's not like with uh, 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 wrestling, we don't have, let's say, quote unquote, real men's bodies represented. <laughs> Trevor Murdoch just winning the NWA Championship just last week, for instance. Yeah, like one in a million, you know, mm-hmm. one in a million. There ain't no one in in, in wrestling right now that's going to out charisma me, going out fucking personality me. Personality, I can't even fucking say it. No one's got more personality than me. No one can walk into a goddamn bar in pro wrestling right now and clean that motherfucker out but me. I don't sit around playing fucking video games. I don't do comic books. I don't do Dungeons and Dragons. I don't sit around and, uh, you know, do cosplay shit. Mm -hmm. I don't do none of that. You know what I do? I own a home. I work on my tractor. I fix my tractor. I work on my truck. I fix my truck. I'm blue collar. And I think a lot of people out there have prejudice against people that grew up in the country. Cole Carter comes dressed in them pretty tights. He tries to freaking hide the fact that he's from West Virginia. He, he's embarrassed the fact that he's from West Virginia. He covers up the fact that he's blue collar. I am blue collar as it gets. I am a redneck. And there's a lot of misconceptions out there that people, when they think of me, they, they, they automatically believe what they think. They think Jock Sampson's a bigot. Well, Jock Sampson ain't no bigot. Jock Sampson's a live free and die hard motherfucker. I don't give a fuck what people do in their free personal fucking time. I don't give a shit as long as it don't affect me. But people are going to have their misconceptions about me. And, and for the most part, they can just go fuck off. I don't care about them. I don't care anything bad happens to them. They can kiss my ass. But it's a God's honest truth. I'm being held back because people that live in the country, there's a lot of prejudice towards us because of, of some shitheads that live around here. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants a fucking, I'm a real life fucking country boy, okay? There ain't no fucking playing around on that. I'm not some guy playing a fucking gimmick. So you ain't no fucking gimmick. You're saying you're you're trying to bring you're trying to raise up the name of the country boy in professional wrestling in 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 the world right now. Well, I'm not really trying to do any. I'm trying to bring my name up. Yeah, I just happen to be a country boy. You know, I did 4-H growing up. You know, I had cows. Shit, I go deer hunting. I know a lot of people probably mad because poor mean Jock Sampson kills fucking Bambi. You know, if I was, if, let me just say this. If I hid and lied about who I was, I probably would have got a lot further. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of bias and prejudice towards country people. Because to be fair, a lot of people who live in the country are very backward with their think, their thought process, like people in West Virginia. They're very backward in their thought process. You know, they're backward as, as they have teeth. They don't have very many fucking teeth. I'm from Ohio. I live in southeastern Ohio where us country people are educated. You know, but then you got a guy like Cole Carter who's just trying to prove that I'm just not country. I'm like everyone else. Watch me do these fucking stupid backflips. <laughs> Watch me do these fucking moves that make no fucking sense. I do less than anybody in wrestling, and I get more out of it than that fucking Cole Carter anybody. Trust me. I do less and get more out of that. 
that all these motherfuckers and ain't got no personality getting fucking flips. They're getting these fucking opportunities on TV because they shave the fucking body hair off their body and they can look, they look, look at his tope. Fuck you. Fuck your flips. Fuck Cole Carter. Fuck anyone don't like country people. I mean, you guys don't like it on here on this on this show here. You can go fuck yourself too. I don't really give a fuck. Well, going in that, I think case in point, last show you had, we're showing a little bit of footage here in the background for everybody on video, but you, you had a very interesting challenge in uh, Dan Housen. And again, one of those, not a lot of flips, not a lot of those things, but probably one of the biggest reactions of the night. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you got two guys that have nothing in common. Mm -hmm. You have a guy who's got a big following, which I, to be honest, I don't really understand. I don't get it. But he does. You know, I have just as many fans as he does, and I've told people this. I have just as many fans as Dan House, but my fans actually have jobs. They work for a living. They don't have time to get on Twitter and troll people and talk shit. You know, they ain't got they they don't have a comic book collection or fucking trade Pokemon cards or if that even a fucking thing anymore. It is. I have just as many fans as he does. Mm -hmm. And I won. I beat his ass. I showed everyone that I was a better professional wrestler than him. There you go. And that was Plain part, simple. That was part of uh, Pro Wrestling Conquest in your housing, of course. Uh, you do have some friends in the chat room. Uh, your buddy uh, Ryan Edmonds is out there. Jock Sams is the greatest all time. Show him respect. And he says, I'm going to smack that bitch. I think we're talking about Cole Carter at that point. Uh, pretty much. Yes. Yep. Ryan Edmonds, I love you. You're, my, you're one of my best friends in this whole world. Ride or die, motherfucker. Uh, Tina from Seattle is asking, still causing divorces? The what? Still causing divorces? Yeah. I'm married, but I don't really give a shit. You know, I, I do what I want when I want. If there's a woman out there, you know, and I'm into, that's what I'm into. I'm not going to judge anyone for doing what they want, but that's what I want to do. If my wife, she can leave me at any time, but she don't because I make a lot of goddamn money being a professional fucking wrestler. Mm -hmm. I do what I want. And of course I'm causing fucking divorces. And I really don't care if I am or not. Once I'm done, I'm done. I don't give a shit. Once I've had a good time and hung out with a pretty lady, I don't give a fuck after that. So, of course, this show, this show coming up this Friday, it's going to be on pay-per-view on IndieWrestling.Live, of course. Uh, first time for Pro Wrestling Conquest. It's uh, the first all-tag team show that they, they've booked here. Of course, our friends, the main event, uh, a part of that, uh, Facade and Kincaid, uh, Generation Dead, Gory and G. Raver, Lenny and Lodi from WCW are part of this. Before we get into what you're doing, what do you think about this, um, the, the, the tag team division that you're seeing come in? I know you're not directly involved in it, but it's got to be interesting to see all this talent come in. Well, it, it's kind of refreshing to see a wrestling promotion actually give the fans what they want. And I know you guys, from what I heard, there was a wrestling promotion that was pretty big on TV that, that gave people what they wanted. And a lot of people in West Virginia and surrounding areas, they love tag team wrestling. I mean, it goes all the way back to the rock and roll express to the midnight express, uh, the free birds. Uh, I mean, the road warriors, you could go on. This is what they grew up on. They love tag team wrestling because that's what made professional wrestling in West Virginia. People were hounding, uh, promoter uh you know Derek Stowers saying come on man we we want tag team wrestling and then the main event hopped in on it and started pushing for it and honestly I think it's very good for pro wrestling because it's a very different thing that the people of West Virginia has never seen mm -hmm. an all-inclusive tag team show for tag team titles and uh I mean you look at some of the talent you had that you you just you just announced off there up and down the card I mean 
main event matches all over the place that could be main events anywhere in the world. I know it's cliche, but I mean, the main event, one of the best tag teams I've ever seen in my entire life. We disagree on a lot of ways, but there's no reason why they're not on TV. Money Shot and the Dime Piece, two of the hardest working guys that, that, that I'm proud to call friend. They're out there busting their ass. They're grinding. They're making names for themselves, and they're doing it their way. And then uh, I'm trying to let me let, read some of the matches off. Uh, well, we got the Awakening. We got uh, the Outrunners, uh, Ace Austin and Madman Fulton from uh, Impact Wrestling. Well, there you go. Uh, you got Madman Fulton and Ace Austin. I mean, tag teams, you know, uh, up at Impact, very good tag team. I, I've never heard of the, you say, the, the front runners or the... Uh, the outrunners. Yeah, they're new to me as well. I've uh, never met them, but I've heard good things. And, and it's just, I mean, if you like tag team wrestling, if you like wrestling in general, this is the show that you want to come to. I mean, we've showed you at the last show with uh, in your housing what Pro Wrestling Conquest can do. Mm-hmm. We showed everyone what we can do in pro wrestling, and 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 we're a completely different product in West Virginia from what what they're used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, we been, were, I've definitely yep. never seen a promotion in West Virginia like this. Um, so it's 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 really it it is really refreshing, and and it's been definitely for us on the production worth the drive to Charleston to see what you guys have in store every month. So. Oh, I, I mean, and 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 to think that we've had shows that had Cocabana, Alfredo, Falla Ba. Um, I mean the the number I I can't remember. We've had Mance Warner. We had Sandman show up the last show with Shane Douglas. Yeah, yeah. And drink beer with the crowd. I mean, we had about four or five hundred people in a building, and we're just starting. We're just building it up. It is the number. It will be if it ain't already. It will be the number one wrestling promotion in the state of West Virginia. That's gonna piss a lot of people off, and I really don't care. Uh, I, own, I very, very, I live maybe five minutes from, from the state of West Virginia right now as we speak. And I work for one promotion and occasionally I will do a show here or there like this, this Friday and Saturday. I'm in West Virginia and Mullins, a place where I started my wrestling career and I'm doing one more show there. And then conquest will be the only promotion in the state of West Virginia that, that you can see me at. Mm-hmm. And what conquest is doing also, they're giving you guys that you can't just like see the problem with West Virginia wrestling. And a lot of it's like in Pennsylvania, Ohio, you'll have five promotions in one town and you'll see 25 guys that work for all five of those promotions. They're all drawing the same. They're all drawing 60 freaking people. Right. And then they always talk about, we want to work together. I don't think people need to work together. They need to worry about their own business and try to draw something, try to be different. If you got 50, 60 people per show and you got the same 20 people, it's the problem. You're oversaturating your product. If the Beatles played in Pittsburgh for two weeks straight, for maybe let's say for a whole month, every night, the same venue, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be the same. No one, I mean, it would couple first couple nights, people like, oh, cool, the Beatles. Then after a while, it'd be the same old shit. You know, love, love me do over and over again. I mean, you can't oversaturate a product. Wrestlers need to understand with promoters that if you overuse your wrestlers, then they're not going to be as effective. Mm -hmm. You know, you just, uh, I mean, I know you can't tell a guy where to wrestle and whatnot because it's their job. Promoter could be smart enough and say, well, I can't use it because you're wrestling there. 
And I just don't want to, you know, cross up the streams a little bit. I don't want to confuse anybody. Absolutely. Every promotion should have different people. Every single one. So, of course, you're the singles. You're the you're the main champ, the imperial champion here. Uh, but you you are involved in this tag team show in a, in a tag team. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're, what you're going to be doing here Friday? Well, it, it comes to be that, uh, you know, granted, I am the heavyweight champion. I'm the imperial champion. And I'm just not happy with that. If you're going to have a tag team show, you need the imperial champion there to have an opportunity to become a tag team champion. So stipulations came out that Cole Carter and I get to pick each other's uh, uh, partner. So it could be anybody. And we're not going to announce it until the night of the show, till the match comes up. We're not announcing it. Like, it could be anybody. Mm-hmm. It could be the honky-tonk man. It could be Greg the Hammer Valentine. We, it could be Dan House. It could be Effie. And remind me later on to come back and talk about Effie if you want. Okay. I would like to have a couple minutes to talk about him. But it could be anybody. Big, big John Studd's kid. You know, Vince McMahon could be that spot, but I doubt it. He wouldn't have the vision to get to the building. But it could be anybody. He could pick anybody for me. And he this, could pick his mom. And this is and this is a part of the tournament too. Like this is I thought this was a one off yeah. one. I didn't realize that you guys are actually in the, the entire tournament. You see, the thing is, is I want all the championships. I want them all. Mm-hmm. I want to be the heavyweight champion, the tag team champion. I want that. I deserve that. And I've given I've gotten the opportunity. So all the all the winners of their matches go into a battle royal on the later on that, that later on that night for the chance to become the first ever Imperial uh, Pro Wrestling Conquest Imperial Tag Team Champions. I was the I'm the first and only heavyweight champion. I want to be part of the first and only tag team champions, first ever. I want to be that guy because if well, I'm, I'm about 20 years from now when Pro Wrestling Conquest is around and I'm probably done gone with wrestling, I want people to look back and say, "Man, that Jock Sampson was there. This is his promotion. He made this promotion. The Office made this promotion." So anytime you think about the pro wrestling conquest, I want you to think of me and the office. That's what I want. So I, 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 am not going to tell anybody who it's going to be. And he, I'm sure that piece of shit's not going to tell anybody who my partner is going to be. Yeah. So we'll just have to show up and find out. It'll be interesting to see what, how that's going to go. Uh, I'm really curious. No hints, no hints, no, no, nothing, no little tidbits. No, no, it could be. I might pick you, Mike Sorg. I'm going to be busy in the back, but I, I, I hope not. So is Chachi, is Chachi and his ball is going to be available? We can, we can, we can check his schedule if you'd like. So. I'd love to kick him in the nuts again. <laughs> well, I'm sending him that clip. Um, but anyways, uh, you mentioned Effie. I wanted to give you a second to, to mention what you would like to there. Oh, okay. And I make sure, you know how you do these cuts mm-hmm. where you cut a piece out. I want you to cut this and I want you to send it to him. I want him to see this. Okay. I'm not going to hide behind anything. I was on a show with Effie, old wrestling in Norwalk, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was in the same room as him having a conversation with a bunch of other people. And then I get to the show the next day and I see this long line of people there to see him. And I, I just don't understand it. Very talented. He's a great professional wrestler. He really is. But I don't get why all these people are, are clamoring over him. I'm sitting right across the room. Got my own table. And I know my fans can't afford to, you know, because they, they got to work on that Sunday. They can't actually get up and go to the shows because, they, they like I said, they work for a living. 
you know, they, they're blue collar. They're not white collar. They don't sit behind a computer and, uh, and do that. But, uh, all these people went and spent some time with him and I'm over there looking like, you know, I don't get it. And then I heard later that he was talking shit about my drinking. Uh-oh. Thanks. I drink too much. Well, Effie, you know, I don't, you know, care about what you have to say. I think you need to mind your own fucking business because one of these days you're going to see me in a locker room and I'm just going to walk up and smack you in the fucking mouth. I don't fucking play around. You're going to get my country ass if you don't be careful. So enjoy all your fans, enjoy all the shit. But if I ever see you around, this ain't going to be in a locker room. Anywhere I see you, you better grab your best hold then. Have you, there you go. Have you had an encounter with Effie in the ring? I've never had a wrestling match with him. I, I think I know why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He don't think I don't think he wants to wrestle me. Well, that maybe that needs to happen sooner than later. I think you tell you tell anybody out there that that you know I don't want a wrestling match. Mm-hmm. I could out wrestle anybody. Uh, you know I want to fight. I ain't playing around. I see you. I'm beating your ass. There it is. There you go. There you go. Well. I'll be looking out for that happening for sure in the future. So, uh, Jock Sampson, thank you so much for joining us again. Uh, the uh, the Bookmore Tag Matches You Cowards show with Pro Wrestling Conquest. It's if you uh, can get to Charleston, West Virginia, it's going to be a fun show in person. It's a hell of an experience, uh, uh, Jock. I mean that that crowd is definitely one of those that uh, uh, is unpredictable. I guess you could say. Um, I would say unpredictable because West Virginia's never experienced anything like this. This mm-hmm. is, you know, completely fresh. I mean, you got a little bit of everything. You got high, you got high flying action all the way down to making people laugh. Mm-hmm. It's a little something for everybody, and they also serve beer. Yes, that's and, then, and you said something. You had that uh, that goober uh, Daniel Weeds on here with his Pokemon hat, the Dragon Ball, actually. But but yes, what's the difference? Oh. It's fucking nerd culture shit. You know, I think me more people need to be out working and pushing mowing their yards and, you know, building decks on their porches and stuff instead of man, I gotta get back. I gotta play uh Call of Duty. I don't even know what the fuck people are playing now. My daughter's got a Nintendo Switch. I don't play that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't get it. I don't get Dan. I'd like to kick his ass too. Well, well Eats has been coming up in pro wrestling conquest pretty much. You see a uh, confrontation with him in the future. I don't think he's in my league. I, I think he's great, mm-hmm. but I don't wrestle people who uh, live in the nerd culture anymore. I, I don't, uh, I don't understand it. All right. All right. Like, we'll I don't like, why aren't professional wrestlers like going out and get shit faced? I mean, I mean going out and having fun. I'm not saying drink. A lot of people don't drink, and I don't bully people into drinking. What happened about having a good time? I got you. What happened to that? What happened? Like, I mean, is it only about the wrestling match? I mean, you got to experience something. I don't get it. I drive by this comic book store and line every first Saturday of the month. They got a line out the door. I don't get it. I've never read a comic book in my life. Well, I read Sports Illustrated. And Playboy growing up, mainly Hustler. It was more graphic. It was more like a graphic novel. 
Well, uh, if anybody wants to help Jock with his existential crisis here, uh, you are on Twitter. You are on social media. Where can people reach out to you? Well, you just go to Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Snapchat. You type Jock Sampson in, S-A-M-S-O-N. There's no P in Sampson. Yep, made that mistake uh, early. A lot of motherfucker. Yeah, you don't put a fucking P in my name. Sorry about that. It's it. That's right. It's Sampson, like the Bible. Yeah, that's ex- God that, man. That's exactly what he yelled at me from across the gym. Yes. So my first finisher in wrestling was called Delilah. So nice. Yeah, that was a little tidbit there. Okay. But but I appreciate you having me on your show. It was nice meeting all you gentlemen. Uh, just make sure you tell people that I'm not the bad guy. I'm just a guy that speaks this from his heart. I don't understand why people want to go around being villainized. I, I, I don't understand it, but I guess since I speak my mind, that I guess it makes me the bad guy, and so be it. So it was very pleasure meeting y'all, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day. There you go. Thank you, Jock Sampson. Mm-hmm. You're an absolute gentleman and a scholar. Whenever we have we have you on the show, and uh, I'll see you Friday. We'll see you Friday, and you guys can all see that Friday. Once again, that will be part of IndieWrestling.Live, the pay-per-view over there, $9.99 over there. And, of course, it'll be on VOD afterwards for our friends at Pro Wrestling Conquest. It's going to be a very, hey. very big show. And I will be doing uh, the the play-by-play, I mean, the caller commentating with Joe Dombrowski also. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yes, I will be there. So get make sure you get on there and you listen to all the dumb shit that I'm going to say. Because I'm going to say some dumb shit. Listen, you just you just got about 20, 30 minutes of Jock with a live mic on the internet. Imagine what he's going to say when you have that's behind a paywall. Okay, exactly. so I mean, I, I don't I don't think Pro Wrestling Conquest has any uh, limitations on language, and and we're going to give you a live mic for an extended period of time on there during wrestling matches. Uh, that's going to be really interesting. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be something for sure. It's going to be like sticking your hand in an alligator's mouth. There you go. And and Joe's the one that's going to have to juggle that alligator. So there you go. Uh, so uh, go check that out. All that, of course, uh, with uh, IndieWrestling.Live. Thank you so much, Jock Samson, for joining us. Yeah, la, la am. <laughs> Thanks. Well, with that, guys, we're going to get into, of course, I think some wrestling stuff happened over this weekend. We do have a panel with us from literally across the country with uh, Alex and Mike here. So uh, thank you guys for hopping on here so uh uh um so yeah aw all out first we got to touch with you mike yeah um because something monumental happened with you in this show mm-hmm. right uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh t- t- tell us tell us what you were telling me before the show uh i i i spent my my hard-earned money mm-hmm. on uh all out you paid for a pay-per-view for all out now, it not is. that he's seen. I, I want to point out, like you, you have not seen the pay per views through ill-gotten means in the past nope. necessarily. You nope. just not. They're not watching them. Not night since of. my TNA days. You, you. What, yeah, yeah. It's not like the TNA days. You have. Yeah, I, I didn't go adjust. We don't need house. to go into details, but you have legitimate ways to. Yeah, no, I, I just, I just, I yes. see the pay per views. Like you have some special connections there at the Magic yeah. Cave, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, is what we'll say. Um, but but so so I first want to go to you because you have been. I mean, mm-hmm. you've been the biggest attractor of AEW for for most of this time, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Is it's that, the first is that time, fair a, to say? Yeah, well, I, I don't know if I'd say detractor. I mean, as as fair to say as Jock Sampson doesn't like or know what Pokemon is. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, okay. he definitely doesn't know a Pokemon. Okay, but um, but 
But I, I wouldn't say I've been a detractor of AEW. I've been critical. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I've, been, but, I've been, but I've been just as critical of WWE. So I, I think I think I'm being fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say that all out. Uh, the reason I bought all out instead of watching it in my normal method was I, I, I knew it was going to be a big night. We all knew it was going to be a big night with every uh, rumor that was going around and everything. And quite frankly, I didn't want to get spoiled. Mm-hmm. That that was that was the main reason. It, like. I also wanted like I wanted to see a couple of the matches on there very badly. Uh, Miro and Eddie Kingston did not disappoint. Um, the Lucha Brothers in the cage did not disappoint. I was curious to see what Punk would do, and we'll talk about it. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, and and I wanted to, and I was really hoping that uh, either I'd see Ruby Riot or Ruby Soho mm-hmm. or the Iconics. Or mm-hmm. the inspiration, whatever, uh, what, what they're calling themselves now. So I was like, okay, there's a casino battle royal. Very high odds. Yes, one of those two things will happen. Um, I was pretty sure Daniel Bryan was was going to show up. Uh, didn't really move the needle for me one way or another. Was shot. Was surprised about Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. That was um, that was a good one. That was a good one. But uh, but like you know. Uh, the thing with me about AEW pay-per-views is that even this one, as good as it was, predictable. At least the match outcomes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Like, 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 predict. Like, if you, if you made me a bet that if I guess all of the matches right. Okay. Then I went. On, yeah. I mean, it, I, I, yeah. I, and and we've we've had we've had this conversation multiple times, mm-hmm. where I'm. It's like it's not all about the predictability. Listen. So for instance, for instance, we had this discussion again, because um, Chachi, I don't know if we mentioned when when Christian Cage won the Impact Championship from Kenny, right yeah. at the beginning of that match, um, there was Chachi saying, oh. I'm really looking forward to this match, even though I completely know what's going to happen at the end. And of course, not the thing, you know, that he did not expect that that finish. Oh, right. But but so so to me, like and we've we've said before, a lot of times I I believe I it's about the ride and not necessarily the outcome. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to professional wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 did you enjoy the ride? Depends on the match. Depends on the match. But uh, yeah, uh, depends uh, on the match. Like like the Lucha Brothers. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. That was a great match. And I, and I am a self-professed guy who doesn't melter himself over every Young Bucks match. Okay. Do- wait. Yes, doesn't, I'm, doesn't melter himself? Yeah, doesn't melter his own pants. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm using that as a verb. Okay. You can okay. Quote, you can quote well, me on that. Let's put that out there to our panel. Uh, uh, Ronnie, um, 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 Alex, did any of you melter your pants during those matches? <laughs> no. No. I mean, I mean, sure. You know, I marked out for CM Punk because I'm a punk guy. Yes. But uh, I didn't. I didn't cream myself with okay. what a personality. <laughs> Came okay. on, yeah. I, I was surprised he was wearing tights. That was awkward. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the pay per view was really good. Yeah, just not enough for him to be like, okay, oh, good, go oh, God, you know. Like it's it was good, but not cream my pants good. Okay, okay, okay. What about you, Alex? What was your general temperature of that show? Um, honestly, overall, I I really enjoyed it. Uh, I don't. 
I, I feel like I feel like Mike already touched on a lot of my feelings about it. Like I guess to some extent you could say it was pretty predictable. It's funny because like I kind of gave my own picks and like the only the, the the only ones that I actually got wrong were ones where I think I was almost purposely picking against what seemed obvious. Mm-hmm. So like for example, there was a part of me that was hoping that Darby would actually beat CM Punk, oh, but God, I mean yeah. But maybe that's on me for thinking Punk was not going to win in Chicago. That mm-hmm. that's on me. I'll admit that. Uh, and then kind of the same Seriously. thing with the with the with the QT Marshall versus Paul White match. I'm like, I, I I kind of wanted to see QT actually get something off of that. But I mean, like the match that if there was any the closest thing to a low point for the whole show for me was that purely because it it was what it was. It was a it was decent for what it was, but it didn't really. I, I wasn't very excited about the match or the build leading up to it, but that's just me personally having not really like I'm, I'm just now starting to get back into watching AEW on a weekly basis. Um, so yeah, so that match just kind of was what it was, but the rest of the show was great for me personally. Um, like the, Dina, Dina said something in the chat. Is it bad that I was more excited for, Suzuki and Danielson rather than Punk, and I'm kind of with her on that because uh, I've never personally seen a Minoru Suzuki match. Never seen one. Um, and I'm excited to see one tomorrow night. Wait, 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 wait! That's your first Suzuki experience? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And your uh-huh. fir- wait, wait, wait. Okay. And and your first impressions are. Um, I'm gonna. Um, it's a wait and see. I'm gonna wait and see. Okay. Because because I I trust him and Moxley. I've heard they've had really good matches and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I I may have seen a Suzuki match in one of the past Wrestle Kingdoms that I've seen. But I mm-hmm. don't remember if I have seen one. So um, you know, I'm interested about that. Like, but I I don't know. Like the Punk match, it was fine. Um, it did. It didn't really blow my hair back or anything. Like I'm glad. I'm glad Punk is healthy and enjoying himself. That's all gravy for me. That's that's fantastic. Um, you know, I if you were asking me who I would have had Punk wrestle his first time out, I would not have picked Darby L. Mm-hmm. Because if because to me it screams like. Darby should have won that match. Right. I, I know, but I, I think, I think more important at the moment, and maybe Darby mm-hmm. gets a win later. You don't know. Right. We, we, we don't know what the plan Sorg, is. Sorg, we know. <laughs> okay. Okay. But it's not, uh, I, I, I will say this. I don't think CM Punk is losing in 2021. Mm, I don't think he is. Interesting. I, I let, let's keep that in mind. I, I honestly, he may only have one or two more matches for, you know, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, like, so, so, okay. So, so let, let's put that aside. Um, I still feel like Punk needed the. He's got to win, so people are like, "Oh, can he still go?" No, but here's right? here's what. Like, yes, but what you do is you haven't beat a heel. Mm. You haven't beat a heel. You don't haven't beat one of your top faces. This is Brett and the British Bulldog at Wembley Stadium. And Bulldog was stoned out of his mind for okay, that match. That that's, that's, why both think, that's why it worked no, this but, time, because they're no, both straight George, edge. Look, here's exactly what you do. I'm going to make it better with one simple sentence. You ready? 
here's what we do. It fixes two problems, too. Um, MJF beat Chris Jericho, right? Made, made Jericho tap in the labors of Jericho on Dynamite a couple weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. MJF comes out the next week and calls himself the best in the world at what he does because he made Chris Jericho tap out. Mm-hmm. That's when CM Punk comes out and says, you know what? I made Chris Jericho tap out too. How about you and I have a match? And then it doesn't matter if MJF loses to CM Punk. Right. Because he's supposed to. Yes. Because he's the heel. And honestly, that's a much better promo battle because Darby Allen, great in the ring, terrible on the fucking mic. Well, he's got Papa Sting. Uh, Sting so- is also not known for his microphone skills. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. I'll give but, you that. But the thing but is, there, I was, no, say, I, I, there I, was no juice. That's I why they use 2.0 and everything. I will give you. I, I like your scenario better than what unfolded as, yeah. as a story thing. Like, I, I thought that would have been great. Um, it would have put Jericho out, out the pasture maybe for the show. But, but I, you know, obviously I want to connect the dots on there. And this is something that maybe it would. Maybe that's what we're going to do on Wednesday. Maybe we're going to go right into that. Right? So, like, yeah. like you don't know. You don't know. You know, yeah, no, I don't. I know we won't know until Wednesday. What? what, what yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to speculate here. what they're doing. No, but. no, 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 no. But um, but no, but I, I, I'm really happy with that. Um, yay, punk pants. Um, yeah. <laughs> so maybe I, I saw hey, he got after seven years, and 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 you're in your 40s. Maybe you don't want to shave your legs anymore. I get it. I, but see, I all right, and it. I, I haven't caught up on heels yet. Yeah. Okay. I bet he. I bet he's wearing trunks. I don't know. I don't know. So I, yeah, I still need to get my sub to that and find. Any time to watch this. Just, just wait till it's done and, and get the sub done. Yeah, probably will at this point since we're like what, yeah. four weeks in on it. Four so weeks in. I got yeah. That's 100% what I'm doing. I'm just I, still to, I still need to watch like Ring of Honor's pay per views from last month. Okay. That's no, you don't. Right now. Yes, I do. I pay for, one, I pay for it. One, I okay, want to watch right. Shane Taylor knock the shit out of somebody. Three, I want to see incoherence in a match in 2021. Okay. Uh, okay, that's right. So, I want to see more Brian Anthony before we see him in two Saturdays at RWA uh, against J Rock for the championship. Uh, uh, O'Shea Edwards is fucking awesome. Uh, so, and I don't think I've even seen a match of his in, in, in ROH yet. Uh, and that's my fault. Um, but, uh, you know, like there's Mike, there's stuff there I like and I'm down with it. Okay. Jonathan Gresham okay. doing anything. <laughs> okay. Just yeah. Jonathan Gresham, period, existing <laughs> on a show. Okay. I do commentary and I'll be fascinated. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> there's one. By the way, what? by going back, punk on commentary with Jericho. Oh, hard pass on that. <laughs> never do never do that again. Okay, here's my take. Never Since fucking do I that. I finally again. watched like two shows with Jericho on the mic uh, of Rampage with this configuration, mm-hmm. right? Because I yeah. attended the first two, so right. I, I didn't get to experience that side of it. Um, I couldn't hear him from my seat, at least. Uh, from the sounds of it, I'm, probably, su- I'm surprised. From the sounds of it, I probably should have. But anyway, <laughs> so I do wish that Chris Jericho on commentary. Was suit Chris Jericho that whispered? Yes, <laughs> I am with you on that. Yes, okay. And I, you know, I am a big Chris Jericho fan, mm-hmm. right? Yes, I, I am yeah. understanding. Like, yeah, he like this was fun. Like, it, it was one of those. It was fun when it was just him and who? Who was it? Was it him and Shivani? Him and Jr. With no, it was no. him and Jr. in the pandemic shows. That was absolutely fine. I think it was just having a conversation. There was a period of him and Shivani because yeah, yeah, probably because Jr. wasn't initially traveling. 
Uh, oh yeah, that's true. That. That's true. So yeah. like like that, I loved that. Yeah, that was fine. That was great. But now because it was more of a conversation but, about. But since there's four of them, I think he's competing more, and that turns into what we're getting. Wait, right? Jericho's trying to be the loudest person in the room? No. But he's also competing with three other guys, and they're all wrestling personalities. That and he they're knows. all very soft spoken. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're all Mark very soft spoken. Very soft in person. Mark Henry is honestly. Mark Henry is a delight. On he is. Commentary. He is. I love. Just it. give me Mark Henry and Excalibur. Like if AEW wants to be different, give me a two man booth. And honestly, maybe give if- me a fucking two man booth. You ask what the fans want. The fans want a fucking two man booth. <laughs> we'll see where we're at with that. Um, how are you guys on things? How, how how are you guys on 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 anything else from the show? That cage match. Holy shit! That cage <laughs> match. <laughs> All right. I loved so. It. <laughs> I, I think my favorite thing about the cage match wasn't something that happened in the cage match. It was what happened afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, I I watched the uh, the post show media thing, mm-hmm. and the Lucha Bros did an interview. They still didn't clean Penta's blood off the belt, <laughs> and honestly, it looked like the most badass shit you've ever seen. Nice. So was he <laughs> was, cleaned up at that point? At least he was cleaned up. He, like was he put on a mask that wasn't up. ripped or, or something. Yeah, he right? was perfectly so. cleaned up and everything, but the belt still had all the blood on. And honestly, I hope they don't clean it. I think I'm sure mm. they probably have to yeah. for you know medical reasons. Yes, <laughs> but it looked cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like it was like. Oh, that's something Lucha Underground never did that they probably should have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like that was the first thing I thought of. I'm like, that would have been really cool in the temple. <laughs> that would have been very cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I never need to see QT Marshall on pay per view again. I never uh, need to see QT Marshall ever again. If that's yeah. okay, that's fair. Yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm I'm good without QT Marshall. Yeah, like, let 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 the rest of his let the rest of his little group of uh, factory students like take the lead on actually like being involved in stuff. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, no. I I I, re- I really I'm looking forward to this transition where you know Solo and Camarado aren't fodder for. QB. Oh, the, I know so that, that's I know never going to happen. It, what do you mean? It's never going to happen. It's not. It's not going to happen in in this. Iteration. Okay, but at some point, like like they'll turn or something, right? And then they'll they'll break off. Like there's going to be like we're we're tired. Of That's this more likely than they than they'll okay. never not be fodder. Okay, okay, let's see. You know, I you know I just had a thought about that match, and I I'm not usually one to fantasy book things, but you know what I would have loved to have seen, especially if they were uh, given the placement of that match being right before the main event. And I really like maybe maybe they didn't need to waste much more time, but man, imagine if they had turned into like a mini little gauntlet match, just to just go through the whole. I like thing. that like, idea if, better. If you're gonna, you know, if you were gonna, because the whole, like, like I said, I'm still trying. Like I've I've been trying to catch up on the weekly product, mm-hmm. so I wasn't aware of the whole thing. Where like this, the reason they even had this match was because Tony Giovanni was being basically bullied by QT, right? You know, and like that's I, like that. But I'm like, I don't know, like, and Tony's kid because everyone's kid now has to get bullied in wrestling. Yeah, apparently, right. Everyone's so, child. Has I'm not to get a fan bullied. of that trend, by the way. I'm no, not I'm not either. It's it's fucking, it's a waste of time and a waste of resources. Mm. Yeah, 
So I'm like, yeah, I, I think if if I if I would have fantasy booked anything for all out, would have been a little mini gauntlet. But and, and Tina's asking a very pertinent question in the chat room: What was the point of the Gun Club turn? So and and I'm gonna be honest, it wasn't even a, an entire Gun Club turn; it was just Billy. Yeah, but the others were supportive. Uh, they uh, did nothing. They did nothing. No, they no, just no. reacted, kinda. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was partially addressed on elevation in commentary. Um, but oh wow! So, so right, I'm, I'm we really even, needed that segment. I don't know. On I don't know. Elevation was was an awkward dance of not telling you, but also telling you what happened on the pay per view on commentary. You know, that's not so, good. Well, it, I mean, it was when, it was did, filmed before. Elevation? It was filmed before. I think they post produced it. I, I you know, it, it's it's one of those. It's one Sorry, of those. That's, that's Ring of Honor. That's no, Ring of Honor. That's not Ring of Honor. That's not yeah, for that aspect. Yeah, they it actually is. had clips and stuff in it, so they acknowledged the pay per view. Like they acknowledged. Oh, then the, why didn't they like, just say as it a show? Commentary. No, I'm saying as a show. They, 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 the, but I'm saying the commentary itself did a weird little dance. I noticed, but it's still, yeah, but they don't have to. If it's a Labor it's... Day pre thing right after a pay per view. It's going to be weird. Okay. Yeah, but if you don't mention stuff that happened on the pay per view, except in, in packages, no, it, it it is. You saw the graphics, you saw everything like that, and there wasn't anything on the show. The show had its own storylines. The show had an entire angle with the wingmen. Okay, the show had set up for this uh th- what this this three stages of whatever match with Big Swole and um whoever the hell and Diamante tonight, which sounds interesting. Like, there's some good stuff happening I mean, again. I'm not kind of you know that's some. That's something that should be on television. Or it could be something that makes me want to watch the YouTube show. That's okay, too. Is it? Yeah. AEW is always better when they have more women representation on their show. I mean, give me something that's a little bit of both. Like, hype up your YouTube show, but give me something on the TV show as well. Mm -hmm. Sorg. They have enough people. Like, Sorg, you're telling me about this Big Swole and Diamante three strikes match, apparently, according to Tina in the chat. Mm Mm-hmm. Tell me about that on Dynamite. So here's the other thing. So I, I've been thinking about like this. if you're gonna have a big stipulation match right, like that, right? Tell me about that on Dynamite. How, Mike, can I can or I, Rampage? Can I re- you have three hours now? Can I reframe the YouTube shows for you? No. <laughs> no, because no. Hold, because- on, hold on, Mike. Mike, let's step aside. Alex <laughs> and Ronnie, can I reframe the YouTube shows for you, and then we'll check in with I, Mike in a minute. I, I, let, let, I just want to say I love these nuanced conversations <laughs> we have about pro wrestling. You can just hold, hold on, hold on. Mike, Mike, sit in the corner for a minute. I'm going to have a conversation with that guy. Okay, <laughs> just, please. I'm over here laughing. I was going to let you talk. I'll put Mike in the corner. No one. To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> to be fair, we need to get some other voices on here. So yes. here's the way I'm thinking about the, the I, and I love them as they are, and and you, you know you know that. But what if you look at the YouTube shows this way? The YouTube shows. What if NXT wasn't separated from the other shows, and actually uh, uh, had a through line, and people didn't get repackaged when they got onto the main shows and things like that, and and regularly things like Finn Balor jumping down to uh, the the NXT was you know happened and things like that, like it was a it was a, it was a kind of a swinging door kind of situation. So you have your YouTube shows where 
think of it as the developmental between like the talents on there that are, you know, getting wins, working it out, getting familiarized to the hardcore AEW crowd. Because let's be honest, that's who's watching the YouTube show versus the more general crowd that'll be watching, say, Dynamite or Rampage, correct? So, so, so your Monday and Tuesday is NXT, and then your Wednesday, Friday is SmackDown Raw when we didn't split the rosters, more or less. Uh, 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 Ronnie, what do you think of that as conceptually a way to look at those programs if you're like, why the hell do I care about the YouTube shows? I think that's a good way to look at it. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel like Elevation and what was it, Dark and Dark Elevation. Yes. They're definitely the NXT version. You know, mm-hmm. That's where the young guys get their chances and that's where the indie guys get their chances to work on the show. Yeah. And get a look at it. You, know, you gotta get that look-see in there. And then you got the main shows, which... I'm not going to call it Ron SmackDown because I don't watch that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I agree with you. I agree with you, Sorgi. I just think Mike had me cracking up because Mike's literally just like, <laughs> he's like, no, no. He's like, literally, like, no, fuck you. You're no, right. I, but, right, right, here's you're the right. thing. I'm, I'm all for that. Yes. But if it's going to count, if it's going to be important, tell me that on the other shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, because it's like, if you're going to build people up on those shows and then have them randomly come in on Dynamite and on Rampage, I have zero reason to care about them. Okay. okay. I have, because you keep talking about the wingmen. I have no idea who the wingmen are. Okay. And, and because they've never explained who the wingmen are on Dynamite unless they are actually in a match. They, they, AEW does so much promoting and announcing their matches and stuff, the least they can do is put together a video package. Hey, here's why you should care about the Varsity Blondes maybe getting a title shot. Because honestly, I looked at them in that tag title tournament. I'm like, oh, we're their fucking jobbers because I don't know who they are. Okay, okay, we got that. Alex, let me position to you an alternative version of this. Uh, What if you look at those two shows as your WCW Saturday Night WWF Superstars Wrestling Challenge kinds of shows to the main show, what do you think of that, Alex? Uh, I I, th- I think that's a that's a fair point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I like the idea of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I I do I do feel like I I I feel like I lean a little. Bit, hang on one second. I do feel like I lean a little bit towards what men might say, and like at least at least give me enough mentions of these things on the t- on the TV shows. Um, it's it, I'm actually kind of I'm actually kind of glad you fr- you framed it that way though, Sorg, because in my head I was thinking, okay, if you if you look at AEW Dark and Dark Elevation, which I I gotta be honest, this many like this many these many months after since they've debuted both Dark and Dark Elevation there's a part of me that's still a little confused on what the difference is supposed to be aside from like the commentary team. Oh, there's not. Um, oh, there's not. There's right. The, 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 the only, it's just another dark. Okay. The reason I bring it up is because I remember that they were, they were kind of positioning it a certain way when they introduced the show, like the main thing, it was weird though, because the main thing they promoted about it was the fact that the, like they promoted it as a way to like showcase the up and coming talent, much yes. like Dark is, yes. but the one of the main things that they used to promote it early on was the fact that they had hired Paul White mm-hmm. as like one of the commentators for it. Like he's, you know, and it's like there's that presence to it. But 
I think if you pre- if you present uh, Dark and Dark Elevation as you know your superstars of wrestling, wrestling challenge type shows, I think there there's a value to that. Um, I again just because you know even even when they had, I'm trying to remember if there because I didn't you know I didn't. I, I, I didn't grow up watching like early Raw, but I feel like I'm just trying to picture like them mentioning stuff that happened on Wrestling Challenge or which Superstar they did or, all the time. Which they did all the time. Okay, that's yeah, right. They did like, that, they did that on Raw when they, you know. So like, if you look at it that way, it's like, and the funniest thing about comparisons is that like to me, Rampage does feel like early the early days of SmackDown, like where okay. you use it to continue storylines from dynamite mm-hmm. but yeah in this case what you, you know in this case you're continuing storylines from dynamite and like helping to push things forward and i think having that extra hour of tv a week is the i think that's the bridge like you can use that to bridge the gap between the youtube shows and like the main show perhaps, you know like perhaps. you know like yeah. if you if you if, if the idea is that you're trying to develop the talent to a certain extent like help you know help help them get um help put them more at ease i guess with being like recorded being filmed i don't know i well whatever you know main purpose you want to look at as far as the development side of and uh of aew through the youtube shows but if you have them ready enough you can present you can then present them on mm-hmm. rampage even you know like yeah. use 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 that to bridge the gap between the youtube shows and the youtube shows and dynamite but i think as far as the way you framed it 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 makes a lot of sense to me yeah i I think you get that a little bit with guys like daniel garcia you know kind of bridging up those gaps a little bit um so right because i I, I think it happens adequately you know as far as things go when we we introduce a daniel garcia there'll be a package and they have plenty of footage of the guy kicking people's asses on dark right yeah but then he has matches on dynamite right then he has matches on dynamite yeah but what what i'm saying is they don't do that off. Like, like mm-hmm. to follow your example of WCW Saturday Night. Let's say we're in 1995 WCW Saturday Night. Okay, the Gambler has gone on a ten match win streak on Saturday Night. Mm-hmm. WCW even back then wouldn't just randomly throw the Gambler on Nitro in a TV title well, match. Is there seriously a wrestler called the Gambler? Yes, absolutely. It's WCW, of course it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But they wouldn't just throw him in a TV title match without showing clips of him getting big wins on Saturday night. Oh That's all I'm asking for. I don't think it's a lot. This guy is, this guy is for real. You know what? You know what? You know what? Sorg is going to do a deep dive in the gambling. He had cards and everything. He's, he's Mike, ready you know made for the Casino Battle Royal. I know. Oh, Lord. My, my, my buddy Joe has been petitioning for the gambler to be in every single casino battle royal oh, since AEW's inception. Me, look at so maybe, look, he's he's the poor man's gambit is what you're saying. At mm-hmm. Well, maybe he's just, awesome. I mean, maybe he just knows when to hold him and when to fold him. And okay, just, um, mother. Okay, he knows when right. to walk away. Oh, all right, right. Let's move on. he did. You know he just come back. You know what? I need. Um, a, I need I a d- break d- after that pun. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> we'll come back in a moment. But first, we'll be, we'll be talking more AEW. I'm sure. Did anything happen on WWE last night? I don't care. 
<laughs> I, I really don't care. You're killing my last love of I, WWE. I, hey, fuck it. Uh, I want to talk about pizza. Um, actually, there is something that happened on Smackdown. Beachview, Carnegie, East End, North Hills. If you don't have a slice on Broadway, if you're not around Pittsburgh, please support your local independent pizza provider. But definitely, if you're here, support our friends at Slice on Broadway, SliceOnBroadway.com. We need a break. I need a breather. Between you guys and Jock Samson, I've been through a lot of an emotional roller coaster in the last hour, okay? And we'll be right back after this. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at SidekickMediaServices.com. The world of pro wrestling, it's bigger than ever. So how can you possibly keep up with everything that's happening? Just Pro Wrestling News. Don't fear falling behind. Give us just five minutes every morning and we'll catch you up on the biggest news in the world of pro wrestling. No filler, no rumors, no spoilers, no pop-ups. Just Pro Wrestling News. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app or tell your smart speaker to play the Just Pro Wrestling News podcast. Find out more. Go to justprowrestlingnews.com. Wrestling Mayhem Show. We are here. We are still here. We still got. Uh, we still got. Uh, who we got here? Where, where's my buttons? Where's Can I get him out of the fucking corner? Yeah, yet? you're allowed to get out of the corner, Mike. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. I have opinions. You got. <laughs> How dare you in 2020? Well, I just love how the all-out conversation turned into the same uh, YouTube show conversation we have. You were the one who brought up the YouTube shows. Yeah, I know. So we'll get more into that. I was trying to give AEW praise, and then you brought up the things I I don't like about I just walked right into it. I I need, like, a list of things not to bring up to Mike, like, posted right here. Until they change them. Yes. I'm still going to have Things that don't bring up around Mike. AEW Women's Division, YouTube shows, what the fuck are the wingmen? Yep. All right. All right. But anyways, <laughs> let's have another question. Let's get immediate today. <laughs> Ronnie Starks is with us. Uh, uh, yeah. A manager wrestler. You were like you were like a wrestler wrestler at one point, right? Yeah. I don't a few know. Times. I, a few times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Referee. I mean, I saw the one time and that was something. Uh, sort sort. I've been with you this entire time. I know. You just didn't I know. know. <laughs> Ronnie's just been in the background of all of our shots on the rest sort, of man. Sort. Show. When you saw one set of footprints in the sand, that's when Ronnie carried you. That's when. <laughs> <laughs> and I broke sword. Yeah. Oh, and Alex Stars everyone. is here, wondering what the fuck we're talking about <laughs> from OccupyProWrestling.com. I, I I got nothing. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Like at this point, I'm just happy to be a part of the that, show. That's half the AEW roster. Ba-dum. Hey, hey, wh- hey whoa, whoa, hold on a second. Well, that's definitely QT Marshall, anyway. Whoa. Ah, yes. Yeah, there we go. Right, there we go. Right. There's, there's our agreement. Wow. Now we, now we can pivot. From that, um, I was going to attempt to parlay into a what if segment, but I don't know Let's how do to it. do that right now. I this is a big one. Uh-oh. This is a big one. Okay. A lot of questions. Oh boy around this you can go a lot of ways with it what if aew didn't happen oh god what if i could tell you right now Britt baker would be in the ring of honor women's tournament i don't think she would you don't think she would you think she gets signed by now i think adam cole and Britt baker would have won the mixed match challenge Ooh. okay okay and I think we would have had female representation in the Undisputed Era. 
that's that's what i think okay i can see that i can see that well i can tell you i I didn't even think about this ring of honor would be a lot better off (laughs) yeah they would yeah (laughs) Uh, honestly i think i think cm punk will have gone back to ring of honor no i think i think no absolutely not uh-uh see here's why i think let's assume all things being equal cm punk still has a Stars show to promote. Okay, what better way to do that than by returning to wrestling? Okay, he, would, he wouldn't return to WWE, obviously. Okay, New Japan doesn't have the reach in the states that the other companies do, and I don't believe he would go to Impact. Mm-hmm. So I think he'd go to ROH. I don't think. Do you think that Punk would go back and promote on a? syndicated hour show who says they're syndicated at that point if AEW doesn't happen and not to mention get, no, because, Punk come back after seven years sorry, Dude, they would have got a TV deal like crazy like, they'd be like, sorry, yeah. think about it if AEW doesn't happen ROH still potentially has Cody the Bucks Kenny mm-hmm. all them I mean who knows maybe they, maybe they buy out the ROH management well, you're 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 suggesting instead of going AEW, they would have it, maybe purchased Ring of Honor. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Or if they That's, know Tony, or yeah, or they could have had Tony Khan buy it out. And, uh-huh. and, and by the way, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should I should have positioned this. I almost said this as a secondary sense, and I, I neglected to. By saying no AEW, Tony Khan does not get involved in professional wrestling. But Sork, he's such a big wrestling fan. Okay, he would have found a way. He would have found a way. Okay, okay. If uh, if Billy Corgan found a way, that's true. Exactly. Billy Corgan bought the NWA. It's not like it's out of the realm of possibilities. Yeah, yeah. Or hell, I mean, you could have Cody go to the NWA, pair up with Billy Corgan. Well, he was already there. Yeah, I know. He was already the NWA champion. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that was that. To be to be really honest, let's. The, the the Cody Cody being NWA champion was almost purely to have him win the title at all in. Yes. If if you ask, because like he, if memory serves me correctly, he literally lost it like the next time that he defended it, which was yes. like at the NWA pay per view. He lost it right back to Nick Aldis, who then yes, held indeed. on to it forever mm-hmm. and always. It, so it was just like, for the pop. That's all. Right. It was for the it was for the pop. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, so yeah. I'm sorry, but. To, to to give you my response, I think that the the first and biggest thing to me is if there was no AEW, uh, Daniel Bryan would not have ever come back to WWE. I think he would have really stayed retired. Yeah, I think no, he would have. No, he would have come back. Nah, he would have been anything else. He would have yeah. come back because remember at that point his uh, his wife was still actively well, working with WWE. Like right, but here's like, the thing that I'm remembering about like when he first retired is that it came off of like. At least according to him, from what I remember, at least he had other like he had doctors, he had doctors that were saying that he could he could wrestle, mm-hmm. and then like it was it was it was WWE's doctors that were specifically saying no. No, I mean, but but Brian came back before AEW was even existed. Okay, Brian, that, that's Brian, fair. So Brian came back. Brian was back for yeah. at least a year. Well, I guess. Before. Well, okay, I guess I'm I'm I might be overthinking just a little bit because yeah. the thing is, as soon like when he when he retired and there was all this talk about whether or not he was gonna continue keeping like I think it was if I remember right when 
when we were gearing up for the original All In event, the big rumor was like that Daniel Bryan's con, like in his initial contract, or like one of his contracts was like coming up, and then it, it came out that he like resigned to like just keep um, to essentially to keep talk, some kind to of do job. Talk, yeah. talking smack, right, right, like right, right. So, so I, yeah. just to contextualize on the most recent with the you know Cole Danielson and Punk. Uh, uh, one thing that's been iterated, I think, and by a couple of those guys, may have been um, the Brody Lee Memorial, mm-hmm. um, and right. how that was treated, and that was like a to them uh, a kind of a big factor of mm-hmm. of uh, like right. oh they treat wrestling this way that is appealing I, to me. Right, I always right. That, was, that, a, was... that was a big thing for Punk that he's he's stated such that was yeah. like his main. And I felt like, like that was I one of the big like things. Brian really. might have as well. Too. Yeah, Brian did as so. well. On oh, okay. The media thing. I thought that was weird though, because like, if Brody was working for WWE when that happened, mm-hmm. they would have done the same thing. They would have done. Maybe, they would, maybe not. Maybe not to the extent of bringing his son in, right, a, as an on-screen character, because I, you know there's a lot of liabilities I think, in there. I think. I think that show was tremendous, and and yeah, I, it was. I've, I've seen a lot of memorial shows and benefit shows and things like that where people like it was it was a passion show right mm-hmm. and um uh there's i i think there's something that and this may be something that reads more for them as wrestlers in the business around these people know these people kind of thing too right because there's this because that that seems to be thing like it's the vibe it's this it's the excitement it's the it's this 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 and this right mm-hmm. so so i think I, I, I think when we talk about that, we, we should be clear that they are seeing something that we as fans probably don't. Okay. Mm-hmm. I so. mean, I know Punk was very specific when he said that um, that the details surrounding Brody's unfortunate passing was, was yeah, that, that was that's all what kept I was in, thinking of. Yeah, was yeah. all kept in, and that that's how they not, handled that part of the yeah, situation. Because, yeah, because like if you think back to what happened with Eddie Guerrero, yeah, like the details came out. Right, and I don't I don't think you could hide it. At that point, right, and in that this, you know, yeah. Also, we were in the middle of COVID, and and everybody was locked down and not traveling, so maybe that this makes it true. part of it too. You know, yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't have as many reporters going to a wrestling show when there's a yeah, and just be like, "Where's Brody at?" You know, um. So, so there's that. So, so, so we have that. Um, does NXT still exist on the network? Uh, no, because USA would probably eventually want to monetize it. Because mm-hmm. because because they lost SmackDown, so they they still would have won to throw that yeah. there. Well, it was, yeah. it was NXT going there. You think you think that was a direct like that more that than putting them up against AEW? Uh, you have to remember NXT was on Wednesdays before AEW existed. This is true. Like a lot of people will say that it was um, WWE that did the direct competition. That's not true. Like just because NXT was on the network on Wednesdays, it still aired on Wednesdays. Do you think? Do you think there was any thought? Because TNT probably gave them the time slot, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like TNT is looking at the landscape, and they're not even considering the network. Well, TNT is also considering they air a lot of sports, a lot of sports, and at the time you're talking about Monday and Friday WWE programs that you're trying to avoid. Well, Friday is. Almost exclusively NBA, right? For and them. TNT. So, they, um, so there's a lot of juggling. So Wednesday, yeah, there, there's. They, oh yeah, so, Wednesday. Wednesday was the only day that worked, I think, for TNT. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even work for them now because I think they're getting uh, hockey or something. Right. Or they're, 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 
or they're expanding their NBA coverage or something like that. That's why they're moving to TBS. Right. So, I mean, you know. I, I, see, I was going to say, like, Wednesday was the only night that seemed to work, but then you still had stuff like, basically, like, for certain NBA games and stuff, especially during playoff season, you, you, you saw a number of uh, Friday night dynamites or even Saturday night dynamites, which, mm-hmm. like, we also, like, I think we're having, like, we have one coming up, I think, yeah. fairly soon. This In Orlando. Yeah, I'm yeah. Yep. So it's like, you know, so it's just like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I think I, I, the one thing I want to circle back to a little bit is the idea of like ROH maybe getting some kind of push off of the, the ramifications of everything else because, they, yeah, they would be like the original, because the original, you know, the original all in event was fairly independent, but it is also n- noted that like ROH had a hand in helping with like various production things. So like, I think, oh, well, they, they like the cameras and stuff like that. Exactly. Exactly. So I think like, I, I guess the main thing I want to look at as far as what would have happened if there was no AEW is looking at the, like kind of the ramifications of that first all in event, mm-hmm. because that was like, in some ways, kind of a catalyst for AEW. It was, but let's, and so it's like, so if you, if you remove Tony Khan getting involved in, in pro wrestling mm-hmm. to the extent that he, he is now. Uh, you, the main thing you have to look at is, well, what would have come off the back of All In, aside from like I've, because especially especially now where we're looking at all this you know forbidden door stuff, you have companies actually more actively working together. Mm-hmm. I think we would have gotten something like that eventually. Mm-hmm. I think we would have gotten it right around now, like. Right. Assuming all other events happen as they did, aside yes. from AEW being formed, like yes. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to pretend that we suddenly didn't have a pandemic, for example. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That, that so, factored in too. You know, all things, all, all other things being equal, we probably would have seen ROH and Impact get more of like a push off of the back of this kind of stuff because if you look at it, like Impact is is starting to get more exposure steadily getting more exposure because of these mm-hmm. because of the various appearances coming in from AEW and New Japan and like heck next month's uh Bound for Glory it's been promoted as being kind of a, a it's a it's being promoted as a big deal because of people from AEW you know New Japan etc cetera, etc cetera. Yeah. oh Triple A all coming in as yeah. well so yeah. it's like i so it's just, I guess it's just a matter of figuring out where that central hub of, of that interconnectivity would so, have come from, if not from AEW. So think about, and I'm, I'm with you on that. Like, I feel, I feel like that would have been that catalyst, right? Because you, you had this thing where everybody came together on an event for the most part, of course, spearheaded by the Bucks and Cody, um, you know, without, without a, you know, AEW happened, maybe they stuck around and still did like Japan and and Ring of Honor kind of situations, right? Um, I think you would have had like a Forbidden Doris thing because remember, Ring of Honor was already you know doing co-branded shows and Mess Square Garden. You could have called the New you Japan. could have called the company the Forbidden Door. Oh, yeah, was that too? But, but no, I'm saying there's no company <laughs> right at that point, right? Right, right, right. So like, like, like maybe they they do this and and nothing else came of it. Nothing got put on the table that says that maybe it turns into Cody and the Bucks become a more integral part of Ring of Honor or that idea of them purchasing it like we talked about, right? Um, but, uh, right. man, I, I, the only thing that bothers me about that idea of them purchasing, purchasing Ring of Honor is, one, they would need a Tony Khan, I think, to do it, right? 
potentially because they, they, they need like they they I don't think they have the money to to have purchased an entire company like that. But also like to my awareness, Sinclair is extremely satisfied with Ring of Honor's position, right? For whatever we think about it, but for them it works. Also, it's a very old style thinking company. Yeah. Uh, it, it, you know, it's it's working on a model from fifty years ago. Uh, very frankly, um, so 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 I don't I I don't know on that side. I, I I can tell you with that, I don't know that we have something quite as exciting. I don't think we have something that's drawing your CM Punk. I don't think you bring CM Punk back into the business without AEW, because um, for that that was I a, think I think eventually he would have come back. I really don't. I, I I'm I'm I'm, I'm it, as long as as long as there was some other entity that proved themselves a viable alternative to WWE, right. it would have come back eventually. I, I, I mean, even even if it's like Impact and Ring of Honor running a super show together, or maybe something like that. maybe like, with because like honestly, we had talked about that years ago. Yeah, like if Impact and Ring of Honor just like. Stopped competing with each other and started working together, yeah, and that's yeah. essentially what AEW is. So, so does you know your production and everything that that was good about Ring of Honor sticks around with Ring of Honor, helps build that up, perhaps, right? Um, you know, same with me with Impact when they're rebuild, and then uh, you know, I, I I don't think Daniel Bryan leaves WWE. I think Adam Cole no. sticks around for whatever that path is because there is nothing else at that point. Yeah. He did ring up honor already. He's not going to impact. Impact's not big enough for them to attract him at that point, out of a WWE contract at least. Um, so like I think I think that would be it, you know. I I, I don't know. And, and honestly, I feel like the current NXT change up is a symptom of AEW existing. Um, I see a lot of people are ma- we haven't really talked about this yet. A lot of people are making a huge deal out of the NXT logo changing. Mm-hmm. When, if you look at Raw and SmackDown, this is pretty much old hat. In fact, it's probably happened way too late for NXT. Like okay. Raw and SmackDown would change their logos and their designs and their staging. Are people mad the about time. the logo or the promise yes. of a new era and and that uh, Bruce and Vince are now involved? That's debunked. That's debunked. It's debunked. That wasn't true. Oh, so that, that that's that's not a re- so so. That's- Paul Stone that's Vaughan. not yeah that's yeah, I, not true good hey i good. i think the sorry i think the reason people are in such a um for lack of a better word a hissy fit over the the logo is because to them it reflects a for some reason for 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 quite a few people the the look of the logo possibly reflects like it's almost a mirror reflection of what they're expecting as okay. an entire change to how NXT is presented. Cool. But the problem with that is we don't know. We don't actually know except for, I think, like, they, they showed a teaser of the new NXT on SmackDown, I think, last week or something like that. Yeah. And you, there's, like, a still image floating around of, like, a real brief glimpse of what potentially the, the new, like, arena setup is. And I think, I, think it's an, I think it's an interesting look. I think it might actually be a little bit of an improvement on the CWC from the I feel like I feel like ever since NXT started bringing back in actual like proper sized crowds, the allure of the CWC has been lost on me a little the, bit. The okay. pandemic hit NXT the hardest, mm-hmm. yeah, in my opinion, because it hit NXT the hardest because 
they weren't able to have a big spacious arena like AEW was every week. Daly's place was a perfect venue yes. for pandemic wrestling. Yes. It was an absolutely perfect venue for pandemic wrestling because you could have people stationed there. You can get actual crowd noise and it was outdoors. Yeah. So even if you wanted to bring in small clusters of people, you heard actual crowd noise and you could have all of your 15,000 other talents that you have on your YouTube shows hanging out at ringside to, you know, to also put over your product. WWE tried that. Remember on Raw when they had the NXT people there? That didn't work. Mm -hmm. So we went to the Thunderdome. Mm -hmm. The Thunderdome works fine for Raw and SmackDown Mm -hmm. because the Thunderdome was a fully built thing. It was big and grand, and that's the point of those shows. Yeah, Yeah. but NXT was always like the 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 thing that made NXT so special was the fans, was the fan reaction. You take that away from NXT, and the video screens don't do it justice because spoiler alert, those were never live fans. If you were if you were in the Thunderdome, you never got emails to join the Thunderdome live for NXT. Because they didn't do that. Like, if you did, maybe it, maybe it's a little Are we bit sure? different. Because there was a very specific, like NXT had their own like ticket email thing for the locals. Yeah, there there might have like, been. I think, some local I think stuff, if it happened, it happened just amongst the locals since they could only take so many people in comparison. Right. So, but like the video screens were never yeah. like live people. Yeah. They never uh, worked because so, like you'd you'd see some of the same people just. Repeating over. So we're, we're diverging again. again. I, I, I want to kind of bring it back around on this. Um, I, I don't want to relitigate the the, 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 the COVID era. Uh, uh, but so actually, let's roll into this. You know, we kind of talked about, you know, you know, Brian and Cole, you know, where would they would be during this what if segment. Let's roll out from the what if. Uh, what are your thoughts on both Cole and Brian? uh danielson i'm trying to get used to saying his old name uh so although he has the y now he didn't have the y originally right correct uh no he did okay he did oh yeah, he's okay. always had it yeah. okay yeah. I, I wasn't I'm, I'm just my I, I think that's actually how his name is spelled okay so, yeah great yeah, yeah great can't trademark that i see adam cole already has a new twitch channel or or has been twitching. no he, no he's 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 never stopped his twitch channel oh good good for him he never yeah, that's like one it. of the key things about that. Good, deal. good. We'll see what happens there. Um, uh, and, 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 can, actually, before I forget, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off, Alex, but I want to get this idea on my head from earlier. Because um, you, I, I know, Mike. Out of all of this, you were probably the most um, upset about the up, up, down, down breakup that's happened for, because of I this, am. correct? But I, I, I do have to say, and this is purely speculation on my point, on my part. Because I think somebody like Adam Cole may find a nice home with AEW games. Because, but, but it's not the same, Sorg. It's not going to be the same. It's, no, no. But because AEW they... games right now doesn't really exist. They put out a shitty casino game. They put out an okay GM game. Okay. Whoa, whoa, but whoa, no. But the still... but the point of it is. There's no live streaming. Like every like everyone does their own thing in uh, AEW, yeah. which is kind of the point. Yes, they're all allowed to do their own version Ooh. of live streaming, whatever they want to do. There has been I, I can't I can't finger and I and I don't think Cole would straight up lift Xavier Woods' baby and no, make no, no, no. 
a competing venue for up up down down. I don't, I don't think. I, don't think I, I think he wants to still. I do, I think he'd be competing. I think he wants to still do his thing because he loves doing it. Yeah, frankly. but he never stopped doing right. His thing. That's so the thing. as much as Jock Sampson doesn't understand it and 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 doesn't know why they're doing it, but it's still something these guys are going to do, right? Um, so so. I, I think there's an opportunity, is what I'm saying, for like I would say more or less under AEW Games banner. I, I mean, AEW Games isn't like a game label necessarily. You know, it's just it's just the label. It's like WWE Games. There's a WWE Games, but that's not THQ. No, but that's not around. 2K Games. It's not 2K Games. It's is <laughs> because there's multiple developers doing WWE Games, and that's just the label they use. I, I believe that's all with AEW. I could be wrong. Um, but I no no WWE does like have their mobile division too. They have a bunch right, of but they 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 farm that out to developers and they put it yeah, under but WWE it's still games. under a WWE games logo, too. right? But but that's because that's their license, right? Um, my point is, aside from all that minutia, is I think there's an opportunity because you do have you know you got Evil Uno streaming, you got a bunch of people streaming, you got. Someone like Adam Cole, that again, people know from up, you know, that side of things from up, up, down, down. I think Kenny, Kenny and Aubrey, you know, are, are, are very directly involved with the AEW games project. Uh, they've been making, uh, they've been at least attempting to uh, make content around AEW games under that banner, under that social media. Um, nothing that I've been too crazy about, to be quite honest, uh, from what I've seen. But also not like a straight up like game playing or something like that. So no, I think there's I think there is a possibility you may see in the in the future. Um, your I, I don't think so because you need a facility to produce all that stuff. Does the like, up, up down down have that eventually? Yeah, they do. So do, do. Do they really need to? I mean, that's uh, no, I, no, no. It, if you watch the up up down down stuff, it's very heavily produced. It is, and and. <laughs> I, I mean, there's produce. You can hire a dude and do it. Like it's not like like literally. It's like no, I know. I I, I mean, don't. Ask, I don't think that they're going to want to do that though. I mean, I, I, I don't think specifically Adam Cole would want would want to do that. Okay, okay. Uh, Maybe just, we'll just do his Twitch channel and that's it. I don't know. Either way, you're not going to be yeah. without content of a video game variety from Adam Cole. No, but I guarantee you that. That's not why I'm upset. I about know it. it's not your up, up, down, down. I know it's not the the the, the, the party. I, I'm sorry that the, the put party is broken respect up on their and names. your lore and and everything has been broken up now. You yeah, know, I mean, I'm never going to see a resolution to Adam Cole not being able to hit the ropes at the in the, in the toy commercial with Johnny Gargano, yep. which, which he did on a live stream a week before showing up at all out. By the way, so. Yep. Okay, it, so. he, he'll probably still be on some up, up, down, down stuff that was already filmed. Probably likely on the network or something, right? So, uh, anyways, uh, aside from that, um, so but generally, uh, we talked about the swerve. We talked about you know Brian at the end. Um, so so how 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 are we? Uh, 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 Ronnie, Alex, how how are we how are we feeling now about that? Are they with us? You're you're both. Yeah, oh, he's I, I was actually just boys. watching uh, Steve from Blues Clues. What? Oh, oh, yo, Ronnie, pay attention fuck? to the fucking show. <laughs> what, what are you doing here? Let's talk about wrestling, man. Rest- Look at your fucking blue clues. Get, get here. the fuck here. out of here Jesus. with your Blues Clues, hey, Ronnie. Ronnie. Jesus, right. H, Jesus H fucking Christ, I'm here. Ronnie, we just got a finger. I wonder who it's from. All right? I wonder who it's from. Yeah, yeah exactly. That was the gimmick. 
All right. Um, yeah, wrestling. I, so, I, I, I think that I think that entire ending like sequence was was fun mm-hmm. to, to see unfold. To be honest, because like, like you you, you have Kenny kind of doing like the heel version of his usual spiel. You know, he he likes to you know talk to the crowd at the end of practically every show he's featured on. I've I've seen it before. Like I remember it from. I remember from when he was like, you know, the top star in New Japan. You know, he he always does that, and it was just so much fun to see him like drop like m- drop that one minor hint, and then mm-hmm. the lights go out, and it's Adam Cole, and you're like, oh my gosh, Adam Cole did show up. Especially considering that some dirt sheets are probably still insisting that he's in negotiations with with WWE right now. You know, oh. that's just that's just the nature of wrestling media in 2021. Um, yeah, but just also a quick reminder to get your real news, not real bullshit rumors at justprowrestlingnews.com. Carry on, Alex. So, you know, you have Adam Cole showing up, and it's great. And you're like, so with Adam Cole showing up to, like, to to help, uh, you know, to help Christian and, and, and all them at the end there. But, like, no, no, he's, he's joined back up with his with his family. You know, he's, he's back with the elite after all these years, and it's 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 such a touching moment, especially if you do watch like the 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 you know the being the elite YouTube mm-hmm. show. It's like you you know the lore involved with that, and yes. it's just nice to see that coming back around. Yes, if you're a fan of the elite, if you're a fan of Old Bullet Club, you this was for you. Yeah, yeah. And I then, still uh, I still think it's the ghost of Adam Cole. I don't even. Did you guys see the so- the seance they were having to bring him back on BTE? Yeah, <laughs> I did. it was so funny. <laughs> so. I, I my favorite. I, I just to touch on that real quick. My favorite little moment from that is him bringing up Rosita. Yes, because it's like oh, like well, like let's you know let's let's run let's run with the with the kayfabe of BTE for a second. It's like oh, he's back. He doesn't know what happened to the old. Legion Hall and Rosita. What? Oh, that's going to be a fun conversation. Why do I taste monster energy drink in my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, so, you know, so you had that with Adam Cole. And it's like, you know, that's great. Okay. And so you're like, okay, so we don't get the happy ending for, for the faces, you know, because mm-hmm. the elite's like, oh, you know. And then Kenny, and then Kenny starts to do his, 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 you know, the last thing he always does when he, he gets on his, his speeches. And then you have Brian Danielson come out, and I've seen some people have their. I've seen some people with their opinions about his choice of music, but I don't know. I just feel like I feel like you're not always going to get what you want when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so all I can say is I'm I'm sorry they didn't choose Final Countdown. I happen to like this particular track that they they used. I, I, I it, dude, this track slams. I uh, this track fucking slams. Yeah, like I, as the cool kids would probably say, I I, I fucks with it. I, I I think that's what the kids say. I don't know. I I, I, I dig it. I I think the is that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> wow, can, can we add a new segment? Alex Cars deciphers what the kids say. I think we're all in a comically uh, uh, interesting position I, to say what the kids say on I this do, show. I do find it funny that that Brian uses WWE theme. Well, yeah, I, I, I just think well, it's here, here's my take on his old final cut down music. Yes, it would have been fantastic to have the AEW uh, crowd sing final countdown. Yes. But 
can we really take that much time every time he comes out for that uh, the we, beginning of that we song? We do it with Jericho uh, every we do, fucking... We do, but I feel like it's much longer to get to the point of that oh, song. Oh, and by the, by the way... I recall. By, by the way, how is the worst Jericho entrance the one where he had his own guitarist play the song? Um, that entrance was I'm, terrible. I'm glad. I'm glad someone else is bringing it up because that just that's another <laughs> thing. That I I have questions because my headphones sometimes get a little weird on me. So I need I need someone else to confirm this to me. Did it sound like there were some minor audio issues with that guitar playing? Yes. I, I okay. Yeah. yeah they, maybe there might be a mix kind of weird with it. Is that what you're I saying? I probably or, something or, like yeah. that. It was, there was something. Also, there was just there was something just off. Oh, so he it, was not. I, well, he was not playing the straight guitar part. He was playing the melodic thing to sing along to, and so yeah. he was one person playing an entire band song. So I yeah. would I would please position that. Yeah, know? but yeah. then maybe don't do it and do some do a full thing like they did with the Lucha Brothers, who that fucking entrance rocked. Okay, yeah, okay, that fucking entrance Which, was the shit. Hey, and on on a side note, do you, you know what still trips me out because I didn't know about, I didn't realize this until after the fact, is that Mikey Ruckus, uh, the main guy who does the the a lot of the music, he he, he coordinates a lot of the music for AEW. Uh, he he was he he helped perform that song live it all out and it's like okay cool that, that, that's great there was, that was the uh was, cfo money of uh of, of that i yes. was well i was gonna i was gonna go one better and say he was probably arguably the jim johnson of aew i i don't i don't i i that's I don't, that's implying that aew has a lot of good entrance scenes which they don't well they that, don't that's a separate discussion i think we, we <laughs> we'll table that discussion for another time <laughs> It's a lot of tabling and putting a pen on things. Well, and putting I'm just Mike trying to be. Hey, I like this. I hey, like, I, you know, like I said. Thank you, like everybody. I said earlier, I'm I'm happy to be here, and I don't want to. I don't want to ruin that mood by getting <laughs> another six months before thinking about it. <laughs> okay, but, uh, but I, I will say this about both of them coming to AEW. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm happy for them. Mm-hmm. I'm happy that they seem happy and excited to be in wrestling. I do worry that because I mean we haven't even gotten to maybe Bray Wyatt, maybe this time next year Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, other people whose contracts are expiring. If I was an AEW like a person who was there day one, I'd be concerned. Mm-hmm. I'd be concerned because as of right now, like just about all of the matches at All Out had at least one person that wasn't there six months ago. Just about all those matches. And that that would be concerning because like a lot of the AEW like homegrown is a weird way to put it, even though none of them were technically grown there. They were all relegated to the pre-show. Mm-hmm. I would be it's it's not something to to freak out about. It's something to keep an eye on, though, because you only have so much time. I understand that. I know I, I'm with you, and and this is a question, and I am curious how they're going to work this out uh, and balance all of this. Um, but I I am really looking forward to the ride to this. See, and also like, and I think Dave said it earlier. There's not a lot of diversity at the top. Yeah, I, there, I saw there, that there isn't. 
I saw that being called out, and there isn't like the, that's something AEW definitely needs figured out for sure. Because it's it's a lot of white guys. Yes, it's a lot of white guys. A lot of white guys hair. and whatever Darby Allen is with that face. No, he's Darby a tree person. White. I think he's a tree person this week. I'm not sure, but like it's just it's a lot. It's mm. a lot at the top, and and you gotta say this if you're comparing apples and apples. WWE, Lashley at the top, mm-hmm. Roman Reigns at the top, mm-hmm. Damian Priest at the top. Mm-hmm. You know, like WWE hasn't beat there in spades. Absolutely, and that and that's normal. And that's normally something we don't say about WWE. No, no, but they have been getting better at doing that. Like, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. But yeah, AEW seriously needs to work on it because when your closest thing to representation at the top of your card is Miro. You should really take a look. Hey, Christian Cage is Canadian. Canadian doesn't count, so it's Kenny Omega. Canadian doesn't count. No, it, it doesn't. Hey, two Canadians were that. Sorg, if anything, Canadian is more white. Okay. I was going to say, we're not talking about nationalities here. We're talking about... Well, well sure. It's okay. No, I'm like, sorry. I just... I'm, okay. Okay, okay. No, no, I'm with you. You know, and that is something that needs to develop and as, as they bring people up and everything. But, um... No, absolutely. Because, like, I don't think there was a person of color who had a singles match on that show. Uh, now you got me racking my brain on that one. I don't think there was. Huh. Huh. Eddie Kingston I, would be the closest. Yeah. But, like, and even then, they, they opened the show. Yeah. yeah. Eddie Kingston definitely... and, and a couple ladies that were in the casino battle Wow. I'm, I'm talking but, singles, singles matches. Oh, singles matches. You're right. Okay. Yeah, singles point, matches. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. You can't recount the battle rope because it's like we threw everybody in here. Oh, and so, by the way, yeah. AEW, figure out what the fuck you're doing with Kara Hogan. All right? Like, she's been on for a couple weeks and has jobbed every single time. No, she, uh, she got her first win Monday, by the way. So that triggers. Yeah, but she got. Somewhere. No, it doesn't. Look, she got treated like shit in the Casino Battle Royal. Okay, but I, so and, and for the record, so did Hikaru Shida. Technically, she got that one at Wednesday's taping. Therefore, um. also, Rio actually didn't get eliminated, and is now in a similar <laughs> boat as Eddie Kingston was that other time. So hopefully, we actually see a storyline. Oh, can't wait for that! Can't wait for the, the undefeated. Hey, you know Rio. what? If that if that leads to Rio versus Ruby Soho, I'm in. I, yeah, I'm over here. I'm really over Rio. Give me, give me, uh, uh, more Sheeta or, um, oh, what is the one that I just watched on Elevation last night? The one that does the King gimmick. Amy Sakura? Yeah, Sakura. Give me, give me her. Give me her. Or, or let's be honest, bring back Makiito! Well, yeah, obviously. Or, you know, put, put Big Swole on TV. Everything. Give me Britt Baker versus Makiito for the championship. Listen, I, I I only, I only want everything. That's that's all I want. (laughs) I only, only want more Maki Ito in my life. Um, anyways, I gotta figure out where I'm gonna put my Maki Ito sticker. I've got those in from uh, Russell Russell Rue, I think it was. Uh, from from she did all the stickers of the uh, Japanese AEW Women's Tournament. Excellent. Uh, that was in. all on YouTube when it should not have been. Regardless, um, um, it, it, it's fantastic. Um, but no, the stickers are great. The, the, the stickers are great. I just trying to figure out what to what to do with them. Um, what is the proper way to display these things? So I almost think of frame. Uh, but anyways, 
Um, so a lot of stuff happening there. Uh, I will, we will defer and maybe some stuff will come up about WWE in this guys. What'd you learn from wrestling this week? Side note, what did you learn uh, from Jock Sampson today? Oh, sorry. I'll, I'll go first with what I learned from wrestling this uh-huh. week. I learned that WWE and Netflix have a new project. What is this? I don't know this. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> the groans are great. <laughs> That's a good well, indication. I, I I think it's going to be fun. Okay. Um, hold on. I, I want to get the exact... Uh, okay. This is... Um, <laughs> this is going to be great. I'm going to read you the title of the news article, and I want uh, sorry, put the camera on yourself okay. as I read this because I want I want to make sure we record your reaction. Okay, I'm here. WWE and Netflix announce interactive horror film starring The Undertaker and The New Day. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what I was hoping for. The fuck? <laughs> yes. That's a sentence? That's a that real a sentence. sentence? Also, is, a, is The Undertaker making an appearance on Friday? I don't know. I, Maybe. I, I thought I, I saw something about that. Who knows? In, in, case, in case of emergency, break the dead glass. By the way, so <laughs> so wait, is this an official? It's an official thing. Is this an official picture? Wait, is this an official picture I'm seeing on the article? Because yes. wait, take, everything take you're seeing is, yeah. So yes. Uh-huh. What is... What? what? I I don't care. I'm here it's, for it. It's a picture of all three of the New Day in just like kind of sweats, and and the Undertaker has a hammer, like he's working on something, and yep. they're they're just looking at him. Um, uh-huh. It's going to be October fifth, so we don't have to yep. wait long. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll try to escape the Sword. Undertaker. So Sword. I I think we do a watch along. Hey, it's it. I agree. Hey, you know what this basically is. It's basically a spiritual successor to the New Day uh, fighting at the uh, Wyatt compound. Is what this I is. Thought this was, I thought this was a picture of the Wyatt com- compound. Match. I know that's what it reminded me of. Like, this is like, why they, did they did they cut like a, that picture in an Undertaker? And they just somehow? photoshopped the Undertaker. Like, in that's there what for, I thought. You know, and then I like, looked. Oh, I'm like, this- oh no, this is this is an original picture. It's WWE Bandersnatch, and I am fucking here for and it. And it's interactive. That's that's, that's the yeah, that's the it's interactive. I was, trying, I was like, it's like it's like like that. It's like that one Black Bear thing that they did. Honestly, there's yeah, probably only there's probably only gonna be four endings. I don't care. I'm still here for it because Jeez. New Day and Taker have never turned out bad stuff what is this undertaker in front of a bunch of monitors situation yeah. that i'm seeing here i don't know i'm here for it is undertaker, undertaker wants to play a game that's is this, this is. is this like undertaker saw is that what's happening here? i kind of hope that's what it is like, i hope like, so. the jigsaw like, take, undertaker the, the operates. Jigsaw turns out undertaker with his off time has started an escape room project and the new day are partaking so. You know what? If that's what it is, I'm okay with listen, it. Listen, listen, listen. I'm we, on board we, with we everything. We filmed PB Smooth this. and Duke Davis of the main event going through Scarehouse a few years ago. I think if you go watch that video, that might be a preview of this situation. Sorg, here's what I'm thinking. If this blows up on Netflix, which I think it will, this is one step closer to the Sasuke sisters doing the Undertaker and Kane story. Sasuke sisters should do everything. The Sasuke sisters should have done every cinematic match the WWE has done so far. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> let's be that honest about this one. Yes. <laughs> yeah, let's yes. be really real about it. Yeah. Yes, the Boneyard match brought to you by the Sasuke sisters. Because Oh my god. 
Yes. By the they, way, but, but um, if you don't know, they did um, Evil. Uh, sorry, See No Evil Two. See No Evil Two, which was the better of the two See No Evils. Which is saying something because See No Evil One is pretty good. Yeah, as a horror movie goes, it's pretty, it's pretty good, pretty great. Actually, yeah, it's it, pretty it was, good. Kane was, does a wonderful job. Yes, uh, it, you know, it, honestly, like, like that was like one of the first movies that you didn't groan at. No, from WWE films. Where, no, like, not uh, at all. No, you know, no, it was done. Like you groaned when they tried to bring in Jacob Goodnight on WWE programming. Yes, the May nineteenth and all that stuff. That yes. was terrible. You, you, the you movie win, itself you was actually a little. Really you winced a little at the masturbation scene, but it's like, well, okay, this is kind of on par for these kind of movies. So it, it fit. It fit the character. Yes, if anything, it fit the character. But yeah, it, it was understandable. Understandable. Mm-hmm. Ronnie, what did you I, learn? I'm excited about Ronnie. This. What did you learn from wrestling this week or Jocks? What did I learn? Well, Jock Samson, Samson is a national treasure. Yes. And Rocky I don't care what anybody treasure. says. Yes. I, I love the guy. I pop for him. So he's great. What did I learn from wrestling? Uh, AEW is a better product than WWE any day of the week. Mm-hmm. And I know I know at 2 o'clock in the morning, Mike wanted to fight with me about it. but uh, <laughs> I didn't want to fight with you about it. <laughs> you were trying to get me riled up. But I'm like, I'm going to bed, dude. No, Shut you were riling up. yourself up. <laughs> No, no, no. Because I, I question, love, I love whatever. Your question was about exposure, mm-hmm. and I will still argue that if you want more exposure, WWE is going to give you that. It may not be the exposure you want. It may not be the most creative, but you will just by virtue of their presence in all of media and social media, you will get more eyes on you on WWE programming. Like it doesn't mean it's a better product, mm-hmm. but if you want exposure, that's where you go. I can agree with that. Yeah, it, 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 you ain't gonna have creative freedom. Fuck no. no if but, anything, you're going to be creatively stifled. But yeah. <laughs> but if you want more eyes on you, that's where you go. Mm-hmm. But like, there's a reason Brock Lesnar didn't go to AEW. Mm-hmm. There's a reason he wants eyes on him. He wants that money. He knows where his bread is buttered. But uh, I think we can all agree that wrestling is fun right now. Mm-hmm. Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah! Mm-hmm. Hey, oh, it's been around a while. And, and I did. Le- I did learn one other thing before I, before we let Alex go. Um, Karrion Cross is what Vince McMahon thought Aleister Black was. Oh, I saw your tweet earlier today. Mm-hmm. You say that? Yeah. Uh, I don't even <laughs> want to say it. it's going to make me sad. I don't even want to see it. It's bad. I'm so after. Here's what. Okay. Here's well, Alex. Let me hear what you're learning, then I'm going to do a thing here. Right, so, uh, so what I learned in wrestling, aside from all the exciting, and this is actually kind of a, kind of a um, follow, it's kind of big piggybacking off of what Ronnie said about you know AEW just generally having a better product, but I learned something very, like I guess I kind of understood something about this, and it's, it's wrestling adjacent. I have learned in the past week or so that there is precisely one network. That is not giving me what I really want, mm. which is the ability mm. to watch my wrestling show at the same time as my friends on the the East Coast. Now, now, hear me out on this. Here's okay. here's this here's the situation. Okay, as you guys know, what? I moved. I recently moved recently. Yes. You know? So I moved, and I got like complete. Like I had to, I had to like basically get like a completely different deal on uh, internet and all that. Mm-hmm. I don't have cable to the extent that I did when I lived in my old place. So, 
I have YouTube TV. That's what I have. That's that's my cable. That that's my option for how I watch television now. Okay. Uh, for so, and I've discovered over the last couple weeks actually that TNT, like the the streaming app and the the like their website where you can go watch the shows, uh, that allows you to watch the East Coast feed as well as the West Coast feed, which is great for watching AEW. Like now I like. Now and especially now that I know that YouTube TV is one of the providers that allows you to do that, I can actually watch AEW Dynamite and Rampage at the same time as people on uh, as everybody else basically watching it. So I can actually interact with my friends and talk about it live, you know, like at the same time. Mm-hmm. When SmackDown went to Fox in twenty, you know, a couple years ago, when when they moved SmackDown to, to Fox. They they had announced that you could watch, uh, you could watch live from the East Coast feed through the Fox Sports app, uh, which is also helpful because of the you know a couple times a year they have to move it to like Fox like we've we've seen them move uh, FS1 to FS1 for the actual yeah. broadcast because yeah. of sports on on Fox yeah but through the Fox Sports app you can watch you're it go. you know and you're good to go there USA Network. Which carries, you know, Monday Night Raw, and you know, over the last couple of years, last year or so, I, 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 yeah, last couple of years, they've been carrying NXT. Yeah, they don't have that. If you you go to the USA website or even on their app or whatever, you can watch TV live. That's fine, but you at, at least at the moment you're locked to the time zone that like, I guess your cable login or whatever it is. So I can't watch the East coast feed of USA network. Those that don't know, because this wowed me out when I I was on the West coast Mm -hmm. and watching raw, like, like it's presented as if it's live, Mm -hmm. even though it isn't like, as we see it live to television, like it, like it is put out as if it is live for the West coast feed, even though it's absolutely like three hours later. Right. Right. So like that's that's wild that they even do that and they do a fake live basically for stuff like that. And it's uh, and sometimes it's even more wild when when uh raw that week is somewhere's on the west coast yeah. because you went to go to the actual live taping of raw you're watching it at you, like five o'clock, roughly your time. You until could eight o'clock, depending on time. your location. You could go watch the live Monday Night Raw in your stadium. Go home yeah. and, and watch, watch yourself on TV. And watch go most of yourself it. on TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, That's no. Weird. So USA Network doesn't let me. So I'm like, come on, USA, come on, just give me give me what I want. You know what I want. I want to be able to watch Raw and NXT live with my friends. And then that way, I I, I might even be able to enjoy it a little bit more. Who knows? Yeah, because who knows? right now, all, all I get is, like, I get I get trickled-down information from my friends that talk about it on Twitter <laughs> and Discord and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that's my, my source of information. And I have to discern whether or not I actually want to bother watching Raw or NXT. And kind of going back to the conversation we had earlier about the you know the big revamp and the rebranding of of NXT, I'm a little nervous. I'm kind of I'm, I'm also excited to watch it, but I'd be even more excited if, you watch if I could actually watch it at the same time yes. as as my friends on the East Coast. So that's my that. plea, to you USA Network, because I know you're watching this 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 show absolutely on, on Facebook What's Live up, and USA and whatnot. Yes. Also, bring Thanks. back burn notice. Um, 
Sorg, Sorg, hold on. I found a description for The Undertaker Netflix. Okay, real quick, real quick. It's called Escape the Undertaker. Yes. In this interactive film featuring WWE superstars, The Undertaker has set a trap for the decorated tag team New Day at his mansion. What they don't know, The Undertaker's mansion is an extreme haunted house packed to the brim with supernatural challenges. It's up to the viewers to decide the fate of these three poor souls trying to survive the wrath of The Undertaker. If one of the endings isn't just them enjoying some pancakes with The Undertaker. I don't know what the fuck we're doing here. Um, it has to be. It has to, it has to be. Has to. It has to be. Um, so, so two things I've learned. First of all, um, I don't give a flying fuck what happens on Mondays on WWE anymore after this weekend. I just, I have zero, less than zero interest in, in Monday Night Raw. Still, That's fair. Still want to check out SmackDown and stuff, right? Oh, SmackDown is doing some good shit with Paul Heyman, by the way. Oh, yeah, I definitely need to. And, and we're teasing the return of the demon. Uh, Ronnie, I'm glad you're here because uh, I have endeavored, as I think I've told you, on a, uh, a toy finding mission. What are you looking for? Like, well, nothing in particular. Uh, well, yes, in particular. Uh, I've decided that uh, my toy collecting mission will be a and nothing in particular like if i go to walmart target or something i want to check the pegs if i find a friend of the show i must purchase them unless it's something i have obviously uh that's why i do have an elias pop that i bought at the exchange several weeks ago before AEW here in pittsburgh but i was in tennessee and saw the largest collection of wwe figures ever like they were on the pegs a lot they must have just got stocked and there was an entire end cap of shells that was just deep with action figures and somewhere in the back, I found a good old friend of the show that owes, owes Mad Mike a championship match, uh, a one Ray Row Eric. So we got that. I think that was. I Excellent. think it really captures his um, essence. Definitely captures his anger. Yeah, it really does. Really, that's does. a really good uh, head sculpt. But uh, I did. Um, I was at uh, just. Some, I was. I was bouncing around, just kind of wasting time on. Sunday, found myself in the park eating some Chipotle, just enjoying the day before all out. And I was like, well, I'm near a Walmart. Let's see what they got. So I'm looking. It's a paltry, paltry look of uh, of, of pegs. All those Drew McIntyre peg warmers sitting there. There's a lot. There's like 20 Drew McIntyres. So I don't know what that says other than they bought too many or I don't know. So I'm sitting there and, this, and then this employee comes up and I'm checking out whatever. And uh, he's got a box. And I'm looking. And I was like, "What are the freaking odds?" Whether and and, and anytime I go to Walmart, was it you, was it was it Gwyneth Paltrow's head? All you can find. Well, we, that, <laughs> that was one of the options in my head. All I ever find is uh, one or two AEW championship belts, and that is it. Just mm-hmm. like the Young Bucks on BT, right? It's just it just they can't keep them in stock. So there's this little box, and I'm just like, I wonder what are the odds. So I'm hanging around. I'm looking at the Shang Chi figures uh in whatever's around and here he pulls out aew figures and puts them on on the pegs and it is the entirety turns out the entirety of the series one unmatched collection and that includes one friend of the show Britt baker jealous with the i was too when he texted me with the jacket (laughs) with the jacket uh, I also got eyes on, they have an LJN Cody Rhodes. Of course they do, because every line has to have a Cody. But, 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 but the LJN is really but, cool. Wait, wait. It's an LJN wrestling yeah, sure. classic. No, I get it. I get it. Cody has enough figures. 
but it's an care. LJN wrestling classic version. Yeah, I, I get it. Cody has enough figures. But it's really cool though, bro. Like it's, it's really, really cool. cool. But yeah. Cody has enough fucking figures. Okay. Well, you know what? If he's allowed to. Also, Dustin has a bunch of them too. Apparently, uh, no, it's it's so, five now. so they yeah. had they had Omega, uh, they had Darby, they had Miro, they had uh, Dustin and Cody in there. You, and you Cody didn't pick up Miro? No, because we have an interview for with Miro. Shame. I did see Miro in person because he for was too, he was two boosts down from uh, Britt, and, and Mick Foley was in the middle. Um, but uh, yeah, so there you go. Got my uh, unmatched Britt Baker situation see, here see mike fun story about uh sorties aew figure hunts he sent me a picture of the pegs of everybody else and i said the only one i want is Britt baker but i guarantee that's the one he grabbed and he's like yep yeah <laughs> oh but um i i forgot i shared i just shared this in our in our slack um i too found some extremely hard to find wrestling figures mm-hmm. show me what um, you got uh Let's see. Um, oh no! What is that? <laughs> what is this? Hold on. I'm That's some to... knockoffs, dude. Are those yeah. knockoffs? Well, they, yeah. They're kind of knock-ons because the head sculpts, I think, are the same. Oh no! But the body sculpts are different. That's I, awesome. I, 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 ask. I dropped it in the in the slack. So there's an Ultimate Warrior Power. GR Flex Force. That looks a lot like Rey Mysterio right there. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I don't know about what some of these. What store did guys. you find? There's these a from. chainsaw and a ladder. It's a four pack that you'll see at, like, <laughs> at a dollar. This has to be a Dollar General, right? No, that. No, it, it's like a it's like a knockoff toy store that just showed up in our in our mall. Oh Lord, Jeez. put the put those back on the shelf. As- I I almost I almost grabbed. All of them. Is this, as good as, is this as good as when I was in Thailand and I found a suit? It was a four or five pack superhero pack, but it had like Superman and Captain America. And mm-hmm. like, well, some, so, sounds and like it, you have the endless tussle. Was, uh, yeah, the endless look, tussle. Look at this. Wait, is this like, is this the rock? He's got That's a tattoo the like yes. a rock, but he's yeah. got definitely a head of Stone Cold. It's either Steve the Rock Austin. or Damien Demento. I'm what? not sure which. <laughs> that? that guy looks mm-hmm. like Chris Jericho in and, the picture. And Batista, Batista with the uh, with the belly button tattoo. Yeah, he is. Oh my God. John Cena with pants. That looks uh-huh. like Seamus. That's definitely Seamus. That's the only one I definitely recognize. You bought these, right? No, I haven't. I, if, I see them, better, if I see them again. Put them back on the shelf. If I see and, them again, yeah. I'm going to see how much they are. Dude, I need them. Get if they're, yeah, if they're like ten bucks like, a piece, I need them. All right, Roddy, Roddy, you know what? Next time I see them, I'll get them for you, and I'll have Sword bring them back. Also, yes. no, also no points of articulation on these things. No, okay. <laughs> zero points of articulation. Oh no, there, there's like there's like two. Yeah, yeah. There's like <laughs> two. on each of the elbows, the legs, the yes. legs. No, here. not the legs. All right, the, uh, guys. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us on an extremely long edition of uh, Wrestling Mayhem Show. But what else is going to happen here? Uh, I blame Jock Sampson. Big thanks, to jo- big thanks to Jock Sampson <laughs> I like for him. joining us. Uh, your your uh, Emperor of West Virginia, I think he's called himself. Uh, the Imperial Champion, again, Pro Wrestling Conquest on pay-per-view here this Friday at IndieWrestling.live. Uh, please join us there if you're not joining us in person. Really appreciate it. Uh, it'll be our first uh, pay-per-view with this company. Uh, so looking forward to that. Uh, so uh, thank you, Mad Mike. 4883 on the tweets. 
apparently Ron Funches is has been booked in a wrestling match. Of course he has. I saw he was on commentary and it was driving people nuts because he was he, he, Kevin he has he has a match coming up against Tony Dippin. Oh my, oh my, a uh, friend friend of the stories, Ron Funches had a good conversation that one time about the wrestles. Um, Ronnie Starks, what are you doing? Uh, nothing really. <laughs> I don't think I have anything going on. Okay. Uh, all right. Follow me on the Twitter at uh, Starks Wrestling. Or on the Book of Faces. Yes. Pretty easy to find. Yes. And uh, stuff and things. And, and, things. Lo- and look for him at your local spoopy store. There you go. And Alex Carr is <laughs> out there on the West Coast. Somebody get him his East Coast wrestling with yes. OccupyProWrestling.com. Alex, just, just borrow someone's cable login and just watch it live. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah, so I'm... I'm pretending to know what the hell I'm doing on TikTok, uh, oh, doing things for, <laughs> for Occupy Pro Wrestling. Uh, w- w- it's been a discussion between me and, and my buddies, and we've started to realize that short-form content is actually surprisingly doing well for us, at, okay. as, at least as far as exposure goes. That's been fun. Uh, I'm also doing I'm, – I'm very much doing a big revamp of the actual website, so I'm – Got some things sorted out, but yeah, you know, uh, I I would recommend until I've finished the the revamp on the website to just follow us on the Twitters and other socials, including TikTok now mm-hmm. at Power the Number Two the Smarts, and yeah, uh, yeah, happy to be on, happy to talk wrestling with you guys. Thank you, everybody. Again, I'll be down there in West Virginia. Also, if you're going to the Barrel and Flow Festival, or uh, uh, beer festival here in Pittsburgh, I will be there doing some uh, live streaming. I don't know what closet they're going to put, be putting me in doing that. Uh, looking at those, I'll be uh, there Saturday uh, working on that. And our friends, uh, our crew will be representing at Rise Wrestling um, this uh, Saturday, which I believe is co-branded Tyga Style because Lee Moriarty is returning to Pittsburgh and his home promotion, Rise. Uh, so go check that out. And lots of friends are showing because our friends, the runway are a part of that. Uh, so so that's going to be a really big one that you can only see that here in person uh, Saturday night in Baldwin, Pennsylvania, just outside of Pittsburgh, very close to Pittsburgh. It's practically Pittsburgh, let's be honest. Uh, so we'll see you guys next time. Mayhem out. I'm at Sorgatron. Yeah, go follow me too at Mayhem out. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.